Street Talkers is brought to you by All American Sports Shop, located in Winnetka, California. All American is your one-stop shop for all your baseball and softball needs. From gloves to grips, from bats to bags, all of the products are from top-of-the-line brands. Come check out Creos. Creos is All American's exclusive brand of baseball products. Creos makes maple and yellow birch wood bats. Creos makes fielders gloves. And Creos even makes resistance bands. Remember to always support your local and small business. Find All American Sports Shop on Instagram at All American Baseball Shop. All right, welcome everybody. Another episode. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for listening. And today, special, special episode. We have guests Cesar Martinez, ultra runner, triathlete, personal trainer, strength and conditioning coach, uh, Valley baseball guy. Uh, and what else? What, what else can I say about you, Cesar? I mean, that you want to. Mexicano. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, dad, father, husband, uh, you know, most importantly, the most family. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So, uh, but yeah, played in the Valley, grew up in North Hollywood. So, uh, very proud of that and very proud of being born in Mexico and coming over at a young age. And so, uh, how, how very proud of family roots. How young was that? I came over when I was four. Oh, wow. Yeah. My dad first came over. We had an uncle over here and uh, uh, he looked at the, the United States as an opportunity to uh, help us grow and, and get out of what was going on in Mexico. And, and nothing was going on. We had a great lifestyle. Right. As a kid, you never... You know, you never see those things. You, you, yeah. you know, we grew up in a one-bedroom apartment, and at the end of the day, that one-bedroom apartment, and you're closer to your brother, closer to your sister. It's awesome. You know, they were sleeping in the living room, but you don't, you don't see things you as a child yeah, like yeah, that. You, you know? don't notice that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. just the way it is when you're a kid, right? Yeah, just, it's beautiful. Yeah. 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 You know, it's not until you get older and have an adult mind, and society yeah. tells you how you should live and how you should go, that things change a little bit. But uh, I always say, you know, try to live like a child or a child's mindset, you know? Try okay. to be right there, so. All right. That, that's yeah. good. That's good. Um, run this... Run us through real quick uh, a quick baseball timeline from where you played, you know, Little League, Pony, or Rec Ball, whatever, and then all the way up to the highest level. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we, we uh, our first apartment was right across from uh, where the LAPD police station's at now, and that used to be a baseball field. It was North Hollywood oh, okay. baseball field. So there used to be a baseball field right by the 170 on right. Colfax, and, Colfax and Burbank. Right. And so that was my first place that I played organized baseball. So we would walk across the street, and my dad put me in a baseball field, uh, a baseball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I played there. We moved over to Cahuenga in between uh, Oxnard and Burbank, and I played for St. Patrick's. Uh, oh, yeah, It was just yeah. a parochial league, you yeah, know, yeah. in Burbank, and, and you just play parochial league. Right, right, right. Played, like, uh, up at Brace Park. and uh, You played uh, Mary Mackillet, too? Mary Mackillet? Yeah, all those yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember so that. So it, yeah. it, was, it was fun. Um, but literally, my life pretty much changed when my dad, uh, we were driving. It was just him and I. I was in jeans. I always kept the baseball glove in the back of my car or back of his car. And uh, we saw tryouts last day for to, uh, Toluca Little League. My dad's like, you want to try out? I'm like, like this? And he goes, yeah, come on, let's go try out. Made a right, went into Toluca League. And uh, it was, literally, I was the last kid to try out. They didn't even, they're like, all right, go ahead, go out there. Hmm. And in Toluca Lake, you know, there was a lot of money uh, there, just like Encino and kind of that area of the right. valley. Um, they saw this little Hispanic kid in jeans, you know, no baseball hat and some t-shirt go out there and they said, take left field. And I took left field. And as soon as the ball came to me, I caught it, I threw it and they kind of opened their eyes and they kept on looking now and, uh, they moved me to short and they, they pitched me some balls and I hit. And, uh, from there on, the, 
uh, one of the guys coaches name was Dave and Dave told my dad, Hey, you're going to be uh, on the coaching staff. My dad's like, I don't have time. He goes, don't worry about it. Your kid's going to play with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. then uh, that led to uh, just opening some doors, hanging around some different people that, uh, that had some money and some pool and some power, and uh, which led to Encino Pony Little League. Uh, I'm sorry, Pony League. And uh, from there, we had a really good team. We put together a pretty good powerhouse team. Uh, and we went to the Encino Pony League World Series, oh, wow. oh, nice. which was in Washington, Pennsylvania. We won the United States Championship. We lost to Korea, so they won the world championship. Wow. Then the following year, that team pretty much stayed together, and we went to Babe Ruth. And from Babe Ruth, we, won the, uh, we went to the Babe Ruth World Series as well. And so that, as a young kid, I was always blessed to be on good teams and right. play well with other people that played really well. Yeah. That led to me getting asked to, uh, to uh, go to high school at Notre Dame, Sherman Oaks. Uh, my brother went to North Hollywood. I have an older brother who went to North Hollywood. He was a stud there, just played really well, and I wanted to follow in his footsteps. So originally I said, no, you know, I don't want to go. I want right. to follow my brother's footsteps right. and my mentor. And after talking to my brother and, and my dad, um, they said, dude, you're lo- losing out on a great opportunity to go to Notre Dame, get a good education. And so, you know, after a day of, of, of reflecting, I, I ended up making a decision to go there, and it was, it was a really great decision. I went to Notre Dame Sherman Oaks. I was blessed, had a good little high school career. Um, I kind of had outgrown already my height and everything already, you know, compared oh, okay. to some of the other kids that, that sprouted a little bit later. Right. Um, so I kind of stayed uh, level. Um, I had some looks from USC and a couple different schools there um, that had given me offered, uh, you know, half of of, pay, uh, of financial aid. Yeah. But I had my dad didn't know anything about. We got to understand yep. the different times. Right. So they knew nothing about SATs. You know, I, right. I remember telling my dad, "Hey, I got to go." Take the SAT. They're like, okay, good, good luck. They had no idea how how important that was yeah. to get into college. Right, right, right. And so they didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about financial aid and asking the government for help. And I thought I had to repay it back. I had no idea either. And your older your older brother didn't go through that, or when or no? I mean, he was going to North Hollywood. People weren't even taking taking the SAT. Wow, okay. you know what I'm saying? It was yeah, different people yeah, yeah, that yeah. you know he was hanging around with as well. Okay, uh, but he was also a baseball guy, and so yeah. a lot of the people that he was hanging out with, they didn't even look at college. They they didn't have a a vision. Yeah. Of going to college, you know, gotcha. it's, it's all they always say. What do they say? Uh, you are who you kind of hang around with, you right? Know? Right. Um, so he didn't guide me in that, and, and no fault to him. No, you know? no, of course not. Yeah. Of course not. Um, long story short, I ended up at Pierce, uh, Pierce, and played two years there. My first year, I went off. Like I just, my mindset, something changed there because I was told I wasn't going to play. I was going to redshirt, and I had never been told that I was going to sit on the bench or redshirt or anything like that. Wow. But I had never played second base before. And that's where they wanted me to play. And I, I wasn't a good second baseman. I never played there before, turning a double play right. and, and seeing the field from a different position. So um, I reached out to a friend who uh, played at USF, who was a stud shortstop for the Valley, uh, Ricky Benuelos, who played at USF. And he came down and uh, he showed me, and I grinded. I was literally the first guy on the field and the last guy to leave. And I would work on second base and stealing because I could hit. Okay. I could hit. Right. So I needed to work on the things that were my weaknesses and things that I would get better at because I was a short guy, you know, and, and so I did that and I outworked and, and, uh, outplayed during the fall season that at the end of the fall season, I became the starting second baseman and they moved over Dave Cipolla, who was a second baseman over shortstop and mm-hmm. Edgar Maldonado who was there. They moved him over to third. Oh, wow. And so we had an old Notre Dame infield, which was Edgar, uh, at one point, um, Louis Tapia, we had um, 
Who else did we have? We have Kevin Milligan. I mean, it was all Notre Dame that had kind of got yeah. there. Wow. Uh, and, and I did really well. Uh, I had broken the stolen base record for all junior college of the state of California, which I had no idea until the, the coach had brought it to my attention, which supposedly still holds now. Okay. Uh, I don't know. That's what I was told. Right, right. Um, which is pretty cool. And uh, that led for me to get a couple of looks from uh, USF and CSUN and whatnot. My brother was playing pro ball up at, uh, in Iowa with the Padres. He got uh, drafted in the 24th round. My parents were getting divorced, and um, I was a man of the house, and the earthquake had just happened. So I decided oh. to stay local and go to CSUN. Oh, wow. And it was one of the best decisions I ever made in hindsight. And, you know, I, I wanted yeah. to leave, but, uh, man, yeah. Mike Batesel and uh, the team I played with and the man he made me uh, was an amazing uh, journey. Okay. Yeah. That's good, man. So that's that's, that's a little bit in a long ways. No, no, My yeah, story. no, no, no. It's no, good. It's it's a great story, and and you know me, me, Pancho, how can relate? You know, with the parents, you know, but you know, coming from Mexico, and and not they, our parents didn't know how the school system worked, and 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 what programs were out there, and, and stuff like that. But you know, you still overcome, right? And and you know, you you still got to work hard, still got to grind, and and that's what it's all about. And that's and, you know, and so. kind of to add to what Juan's saying. um, you know, and we're talking about, you know, our parents coming over here and, you know, being ing- immigrants and stuff like that. And as people listen to this podcast, there's going to be people that relate to your story. So it's awesome to hear, you know what I mean? And that and that parental support, is, it, it's huge, huge. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I, so for me, like with my son and my kids, like I want to give them that support. But for us, it's, it's different, you know what I mean? It's different. And, and it's awesome. I, I mean, we love baseball. You know what I mean? We would have yeah. we would have played forever. You know what I mean? We were good. We were good baseball players. Right. You know what I mean? But it was just uh, it was just a different timeline. It was just a, a different story. So yeah. it's like you know, there's there's always diff- different stuff. But but no, that's that's awesome to hear to hear your was your, uh, was your dad a baseball guy in Mexico or or, or just so, so when we got here? <laughs> My dad didn't play baseball at all. He played basketball. Oh, he was wow. really actually really good in basketball. He played for Chihuahua, the state of Chihuahua, and he was actually on an all star team. And, wow. Traveled with the state of Chihuahua for That's representing crazy. Chihuahua. And, and he wasn't a tall guy, but not right. a lot of Latinos are. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, but as long as you can ball, My right? tío Pino, who we call Pino, you know, the oh, tall, guy, tall guy. I don't know, he's like 5'11 or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, he was good. He was a shooter. He was a okay. dribbler, passer, uh, whatnot. And so he thought we would get into basketball. But uh, it, it didn't happen. We had good hand-eye coordination, and uh, we love hitting the ball. And, and you know what I think in that in that time in the you know late eighties early nineties mid eighties whatever baseball was a thing, yeah. Like baseball was, was a yeah. thing. They had Monday night baseball, you know Vince Scully, you know like baseball was Valenzuela. a thing. Yeah, Valenzuela. Oh, yeah, Valenzuela. So yeah. you know everybody that immigrated from Mexico, that was the thing. Like yeah. my kids gonna play baseball, you know. And there mean? was no soccer fields. And there was no, yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. No soccer fields, you know. And like yeah. the NBA, I guess I was I was hearing something like the NBA was like in the mid eighties, like. They still uh, like they show games like pre-recorded or whatever. Yeah. So baseball yeah. was a thing. So maybe our parents that came over, and you know we're here and 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 stuff. They uh, they're like, well, let's play baseball. Yeah. That's the thing yeah. right now. Let's fit into the culture. You know, USA. You know, it's baseball. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we grew up in the parks. Yeah. At least me as a young boy. I didn't play little league. Kind of a lot of the same relatable stories that you said. I didn't start playing Little League until I was 12, until we moved to the Valley. I grew up in Culver City. Okay. But, um, like, you know, one apartment, one bedroom, you know, yeah. me and my, my two older sisters sleeping in the living room, um, just playing ball in the streets, 
our apartment, see, I think this is what helped me hit. Because our apartment was like one long driveway with apartments on the sides. So you had to hit up the middle. <laughs> you don't want to break a window. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, you couldn't pull anything. You couldn't go oppo. You had to go up the middle. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Charlie Brown, somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that's what helped me learn how to hit. Because since a young age, yeah. I was hitting up the middle. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think uh, a great lesson with, with what you were talking about was that my my dad and my mom they worked as a team really well together, and and they became not only our parents but uh, in support of of our dreams. Yeah. But the neighborhood kids, because I grew up right next to, uh, you know, C14 North Hollywood boys right there, right? right, right where there's a there's an alley called Crazy Alley and where they would jump, jump yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. a lot of the kids from the neighborhood there that I went to school with, they wanted to play ball. They didn't have the, the same opportunities as, as, and when I say opportunity, the family opportunity. Right. That, that dad and mom the support. The support, support, yeah. support right? yeah. And so literally my mom or my dad became their parents of putting them in and taking them. Wow. And, and wow. so yeah. I still, re, you know, just recently, some, one of the guys reached out to me and says, you know, how's your dad doing? I'm like, he passed away, you know, almost seven years ago. And I'm like, no way. And that was like his dad, really, right. in his he, eyes. He felt it. Yeah. Right, yeah. because as a young kid, you know, you remember those memories of going to those games. And that's, that, was, that was happy times, you know, yeah. hanging out up there rather than being home. And so, uh, yeah, they were really supportive. I mean, my dad worked three jobs. He delivered the newspaper, Daily News, uh, you know, seven days a week, it doesn't stop. When, when we used to have it in paper, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he'd come home, my mom would make him breakfast, and he'd go on to his, uh, you know, truck driving. And then after that, on the weekends, we'd go with them to uh, clean uh, buildings, you know, all the office buildings, trash that needs to get thrown out. Mm-hmm. And so my mom would help as well, and, and but she took care of us. And, and we didn't have rides, you know, at, at times. Toluca Lake and Sinaloa was in, in two, three leagues. And so we'd have to ask. And the first thing we told the coaches, I might not make it. And they're like, no worry about it. We'll go pick you up. Yeah. Hey, you know what? If you, can, if you can hit, we'll go pick you up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, because like, I, I grew up I grew up in Arlita, and uh, I played at Bramford. I didn't even play at a Little League. I played rec, recreation, right? City, right? And uh, mom didn't drive. And my dad is always working on Saturdays when we had our games on Saturdays or midweek. Dad's always working. So my dad bought me a little uh, Schwinn Beach Cruiser. Oh, yeah. Hey, right. I, I rode that bike three miles, just straight up Beachy Avenue, all the way to Bramford Park. It was, and that, I, I, I had fun doing that. You know, that was, I was always looking forward to that. You know, yep. a lot of you know, a lot of parents were like, "Oh, you don't have a ride, mijo." I said, "Don't worry about I'm it. Good. I'm, I'm good. cruising in my beach cruiser, and I'm, you know, I'm having, you know, I have my baseball bag on my back, and I'm ready to go." And it was fun. And that's why funny. sometimes, like, like, uh, you know, Coach Alvarez, San Fernando, and then at Grant, and then a kid would be like, be like, "Hey, Coach, I can't make it." I'm like, "Why?" I don't have a ride. Well, don't you live like three blocks away? Right. And you don't have a ride? Just walk. Get your ass and start walking, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? That's not an excuse. Exactly. That's not an excuse. Tell us your experience of um, playing a season. Um, you, I know you were on the team that won the, the conference, and you actually played with a couple of uh, good players, huh? That Just a couple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was blessed, man. I, I You know, I don't know what, how it is, how it works, right? Uh, like we're talking right now, yeah. we all came from the same same background pretty right. much right with a little bit of a different journey but right. here mm-hmm. we are um and and so i was always blessed to be on really really good teams you know um whether it be you know some people don't believe in luck they they believe that they worked hard enough to kind of achieve there and get there right? right um and so yeah being at season was an amazing amazing uh time in my life if i could go back in time 
that would be it right we'll do there. It again, do yeah. it again, all do over it again, all over again. Yeah. Um, and it was because of the atmosphere there. Uh, it was Division One baseball at its highest collegiate level, playing with a bunch of guys that had one goal on their mind, which was to win at all costs. Right? It was a grit grind uh, mentality right. that we had to puff our chest out to the big dogs like USC, UCLA, Pepperdine, right. Fullerton, right. you know, travel to LSU, travel to Texas. Here we come, Hawaii, all these teams right, right, that right. were like, see, son, didn't you guys just have an earthquake over there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you still playing baseball? <laughs> right? Yeah, right? And so uh, we had to show ourselves. We had to, you know, we had to bark like the little chihuahua to say, hey, yeah, but we got a bike. Right. And so right. Uh, it didn't take too much barking and biting because we had some players on our team that were really good. So some of the players were Adam Kennedy, you know, he played with right. the, in the pros with the, the Angels a little bit one year with the Dodgers, yeah. St. Louis Cardinals. We had Eric Gillespie went all the way to the AAA, he was our third baseman. I played second. Um we had Robert Fick who played with uh, you know the Detroit Tigers, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. uh hardcore crazy cat. Yeah, I know that first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you know what? You know what? Before you keep going on that, I, me and Juan were we were in the same health class. <laughs> And I remember to this day, man, I, and we had uh, Coach Chapman, rest in peace. We had yeah. Coach Chapman as our health teacher. And, I, and, and every day I'd walk in there and I had the sports page. And we, we, sat, we sat together. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And I don't know if Juan remembers this, but. And I remember opening the newspaper. This had to be, you know, 97. Yeah, 97, 98. Right? Yeah. And uh, he talked about all those guys. Adam Kennedy, you guys. Yeah. yeah. You guys. We, read, we were reading about yeah. it. Yeah. We were yeah. reading about it. And I never forget that. We had Coach Chapman. He always throw his keys on the desk. Always pick them up. <laughs> But, uh, um, yeah, man, so that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, there were some good guys. But, you know, we had a Rasmo Ramirez, Mo, Mo, we called him Mo, right. uh, who played in the pros as well. Was Cap Kapler there yet? Or? Uh, Gabe Kapler? No. Uh, no, Kapler played at... He played at Moore Park. Oh, Moore Park, that's oh, right. Yeah. Moore he Park. didn't go to season? Okay. No. No, he didn't no, go to season. Okay. No, Gabe Kapler was at Moore Park. Um, I played against him, and we played on some teams together as well. So I know Gabe uh, well from the Valley. Um, but... And then we had Benny Flores, another pit, uh, pitcher that was there. But wow. to be honest with you, the yeah. glue of that team, that, that, I mean, those guys are stud. They played Robert Crabtree, played minor league ball, yeah, got drafted, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. right? Ball moved everywhere. Right. I mean, I'm sure I'm leaving some guys out, and hopefully they don't get mad at me. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the end of the day, the glue of that team was the little guys, right? Because okay. we needed to get on for those guys to score us. Right. But it was the grit and the grind. It was the atmosphere. It was, uh, it was, be accountable for yourself. Yeah, that's what was a great thing about it, right? I mean, I remember one, one time we were playing. I, I told you the story. We were playing Fullerton at home, and uh, man, we were beating teams at, at their house. When you take two out of three at their house, that's a lot. Yeah. We never, oh, yeah. we never at our house yeah. wanted to go you right. know, on a series on a, a three game series one and three. Yeah, we take two out of three or three out of three, nothing less. At right. their home, kind of expect to drop one, you know, a little bit here. Yeah. Um. But I remember we're at home, Fullerton's at our house, and the guy steals, we're on defense. The guy stole, steals base, and, and uh, Robert Fick throws the ball to second. Adam Kennedy catches the ball, but then as he tags, he drops the ball. Mm. So Robert Fick calls timeout, goes up to the pitcher, calls Adam Kennedy in. We're like, what's going on? They start going at it right there during the game. <laughs> yeah. We got to run in and break them up. The whole team, the, uh, the Fullerton team, you can see it like, 
What's, what yeah. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> but that's how we played. Yeah. We played. We called each other out and right. No, but you. No. But, yeah. but you did. I think we mentioned in the show a couple of weeks ago. Like the best teams are when the they the only teammates are policing. Yeah, exactly. Policing, yeah. policing themselves. Yeah, I, I heard. I heard you know that. what I mean? The like, yeah, coaches stay out of it. Hey, man, you're not getting it done. Yeah, and then that that's the best. That's right. the best, mm-hmm. and they respect it because, you know. They're they're getting it done on the field and they're respecting what their teammates are saying. Yeah. They're not taking it as an insult. They're not taking it as a like something you know. They're trying to like, hey man, why are you trying to hate or whatever. Getting showed they're just up. you know they're just you know policing each other and that that's that's the best. That's awesome. Yeah. That's probably why you guys were so great. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think nowadays in today's society, people call it hazing or something. You know, sometimes right. it takes right. it out of no, yeah. it's not bullying, no. bullying or yeah. whatever you want to call it. But right. it was literally exactly what you just said, which was. Uh, you taking care of yourself, being responsible, accountable, accountability, a tradition, yeah. whatever you want to call it. It was us policing ourselves, and it wasn't hazing. It was, no. look, we want you to be better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But people yeah. take it nowadays. They take it to another level, and their feelings get hurt, and, and, and whatever happens. And, it's, and that's why we've become, you know, to be honest, a softer society, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, the thing that changed my life was when Coach, uh, Coach LaFrano told me, you're not good enough. You're going to either be a redshirt at second base or you can go transfer to Valley or, or Mission or wherever, and you can start over there. You can do whatever. I know they want you, um, but you're not going to play on my team. He told me the flat-out truth and, and at that point in my life mm-hmm. when I thought I was really good, and that changed. And I had yeah. a decision. I, yeah. I believe two decisions to make, but the third one changed my life. One of them was I can redshirt. The second one was I can transfer. But the third one was, you can stay. I can stay. And grind it out. And I can get better. Yeah. And I can grind it out. And I can work on it. And if I'm not good enough to play second base at that time with the guy who's going to start, then so be it. And let that guy play for the team. Yeah. But I was at that point. Okay. And so then they moved him over. Wow. And so that was my decision. But a lot of people think they only have two decisions in yeah. life sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I chose the third one, and it was an amazing thing that changed my life forever, pretty much. Well, the problem is that that third one is the hardest one. Yep. That's the problem. Yep. Yeah. Correct. So let's so let's get into that. Um, I, I know you're, you're a personal trainer, and right now you're um, training a lot of youth, uh, my son included. I don't know. My son's been with you, what, six, seven months maybe? Yep. Correct. And, and I'll tell you right now, Caesar. I mean, not because you're just on the podcast or whatever. The results are, are 100%. 100% visible and, and, and everything that he does. I mean, Oh, thank you. It's, it's real good, uh, uh, training. And, and you can, and when you go, when you take your son to either a personal trainer or an instructor, you want to see results. And with you, with, uh, with UAG, the results are there and, and he loves going there. That's the main thing too. He loves, he, he can't wait for Monday or Wednesday. Like right. he said, dad, we're going to work out. Of course. Right. <laughs> Uh, but he likes it, and then you know, and obviously because he goes and works out with his friends, and you know, and and and, and uh, it's just, I think that's what every kid should should uh, should uh, experience, right? And especially when you have a good uh, trainer that gives them positive messages, gives them motivational messages, you know. And they're just not, they're just not motivational messages either. They're like straight out to the point, no candy coated, nothing, sugar coated, nothing beat around the bush and like that there's straight messages that'll get to you yeah. and make you think like oh make you think about yourself yep. and and uh i think that's that's what you got going on in that program that you had and and the company that you have and and uh i just want to like i want to get into like 
what what where'd you get that like where did you get that basis like, where'd you get that formula where you you know what is it that drives you to do that absolutely you know so if you could just elaborate yeah. on that you know yeah no first of all thanks for the kind words i appreciate yeah. it man i try to you know uh I, I pretty much got that from my, my dad i think you know my dad was always there <clears throat> preaching stay in school there'll be enough time to work you know to go get a job and and, and become an adult just keep on grinding going to school learning mm -hmm. be better um and, and that was instilled at a young age since the beginning uh, uh that to stay in school right. to work hard and to 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 keep your head down and and uh um, block out the negative noise kind of deal mm -hmm. right um but the other aspect was that uh i mean i'm not a big guy you know and to play baseball uh i don't look like a guy that that's six something uh you know uh, i didn't have a lot of speed i didn't grow up with a great arm or power or whatnot and so i had to grind for everything right everything you know i i had, I had to work for everything and so uh to me one of the greatest uh words or, or three three words is find a way you know and yep. i gotta Base, find baseball a baseball term yeah find a way, <laughs> find a way. Yeah. yeah and yeah. and so i, I learned that at, at a young age how i don't know like i don't nobody just said to me find a way you know right uh but i i i wanted to play i always wanted to play baseball and in baseball i saw myself as really good and trying to beat somebody but I, i've always been whatever i want to do i want to and i guess i guess i go back to this uh, to take it back really quick mm -hmm. my dad left me with this he said, whatever you do, do the best that you can at it. Right. He says, when I tell you to throw out the trash, do the best job that you can in throwing out that trash. When I tell you to clean your room, do the best job you can. Yeah, don't have to. Go to school, don't, don't have, have to. Yeah. Do the best thing that you can. Go drive, be the best driver. Put on the hat, do the best job to put on the hat the best way. Right. Anything you do, do the best that you can at it. And so that always stuck with me. In a lot of ways. And I teach that now to my daughters. I have two beautiful young daughters. One's going to be a senior at Cleveland, and the other one's going to go to high school at, at Canoga Park. And uh, I tell them the same thing. Go yeah. throw out the trash. Make sure you do a good job. You do yeah. your best job, you know? Right, and so right. I think that was, that was the key thing, yeah. you know, the, that, that stuck with me. And, and, and then little by little, you pick up stuff uh, through your own experiences right, and, right. and your own failures and your own... Yeah defaults in your own mm -hmm. you know we all go through this everybody everybody life. The, yeah, yeah life, life. life. depressions uh, uh not feeling wanted right uh feeling out of place at notre dame i felt like i was totally out of place well, at that yeah. time now yeah. it's all diverse right, right. Yeah. No, yeah. i can only imagine back then that it was you know i think there was 10 latinos were part of the latino culture club or and something. They're the ones, <laughs> and, uh, there were 10 latinos and i know one of those staff that worked yeah there. yeah <laughs> me included <laughs> but yeah no yeah and and um you know if anybody that has you on uh, instagram and and knows you know when you put up your stories and the messages man it's like straight to the point like i remember one was like uh you're you're straight i said look we know it's gonna hurt look we know it sucks look we know you're gonna say you don't have time just fucking do it just work out right it's gonna hurt that's what it is that's what working out is you know like so what so do it so what that's not you're gonna you're gonna feel good at the end yeah yeah that's right? exactly what he said at yeah. the end point of your workout or whatever it is you're doing yeah. in, in physical activity Feels when good. you're done you're gonna feel good yeah, and you're and i mean you're, i know you didn't want to do it at first but yeah. at the end it's gonna be, be good but but i know but staying on our kids and and as Juan saying like you know Take them to these workouts and hearing a different voice too is works too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hearing a different, not just hearing 
you know, us as parents, you know, we're on them, on them, screaming, screaming, screaming. I think sometimes they got to hear it from somebody else. Yeah. So that's that's also that's also a good. Yeah, point. and I think I think why why Evan loves the workouts because, uh, Caesar Caesar of course I mean you know of course um, different time you know, but the, you know different generation maybe, but same background. Yeah. Same same yeah. values, same rules, you know same same plan right, and yeah. it's just and like you said it's something that. I'm 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 instilling into my son what my dad instilled into me, and that's just just do it. Find right. the way, figure it out. Right. You know, don't don't use the excuse like I just can't do it. No, just if somebody else did it, and it's, if it's there for you and there's a problem, it's called an obstacle for a reason for you to figure it out. And that's what they need. Like you said, take out the trash. Correct. Yeah. Take out the trash this time, then figure out an easier way to do it when you have to do it again. Right. Correct. So that that's that's what I told my son too. Like, go do something, and then try to figure out from the next time I tell you to do it, it'll be easier for you. Correct. You know, figure it out. So yeah. But uh, what what I do want to get into is how many? <laughs> give me a number. How many triathlons have you done? How many ultra runs have you done? I mean, I mean, and then where are you finding the 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 werewolves to do it? The guys to do it? You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Just give me like I know you've done you kind of Texas do triathlons and yeah you just did an uh, ultra run in Los Olivos recently right correct yeah born to run which is a great cause for the Tarumara Indians from where I'm from in Chihuahua okay uh, the Rarumaris which is an indigenous group out there that uh, live are still around right and yeah. uh, out there uh, living off the land and and that was born to run which was a book called born to run um, and they have uh, they live out in the Copper Canyons, the Barrancas out there. Yeah. Uh, and so that money goes to raise money for, for them out there to help them get better education as kids, make sure that they keep their indigenous language and, and, and uh, lifestyle and culture. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I do, uh, I do. you know, this journey started when my dad passed away, basically in 2015. I had already run a little bit here and there, but I don't have the body of a run. I'm a short, stocky little guy. Well, who, I couldn't tell, man, because <laughs> you come back, yeah, you know, I ran 100 miles over the weekend, you know, and, what? you know <laughs> you know it's but it's, it's not it's not easy right so right. i don't have that long lengthy you know long legs that you know weigh 100 a buck you know 25 or something right. uh so um it started because i i my dad passed away i was putting myself through some hard times of, of drinking alcohol for about a year of uh just turning myself you know mm-hmm. not believing in, in in god or or, or losing faith pretty much yeah. right and, and so i got tired of that you know i got tired i woke up and I said, how can i honor my dad better because this is not the way he wouldn't want to see me. And so I woke up, I gave up alcohol for about a year. Uh, I call it a, a, a decision of clearness where mm. I saw everything clear. Right. Yeah. And then I woke up and I said, this is what I'm going to do. And I'm doing it for myself because I, I, I ran with my dad most of the time. That's how we bonded after baseball was done and whatnot. And so um, when I would run, it would make, it would feel like I was closer to my dad. Like uh, I would get a second wind. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm feeling wow. my dad, right? Wow. And so I ended up uh, doing a, a marathon a month for a year. And during that time, it led to like, man, I want to do more because I felt wait, invincible. Wait, a marathon a month? One month. Yeah, yeah, one a month for a year. So for a year, so 12 in a year. Yeah. So you did 12 marathons in one year? Correct, yeah. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Carry on. And carry on. So then during that time, during that year still, I looked for more. I felt like... Uh, you know, the the number one thing that's going to give up 
And we always, you know, we think it's our body or oh, we're tired, but it's our mind. Yeah. It really is, right? We all know that. I'm not preaching to anybody new here that doesn't, you know, hasn't been through any struggles or overcome adversity, but it really is our mind. And right. so once I broke that barrier in my own mind, once I realized that I could move forward and do more, then I said, well, during this year, I, I really want to try an ultra marathon. What is that? And so I looked it up and it was 31.5 miles or more. And so I did that, my first one, during that, that year. And then I was like, well, what's triathlons and what's an Ironman? And so I did a couple triathlons during that year. I, I just made time. You know, there was no excuses. Right. You know, how'd you find the time? I made time. You know, I you just I, did it. I just did it. I, there was, you know, does it go through your mind? Can I do this? Am I doing the right thing? Am I, my, my body going to get hurt? Am I getting injured? For sure. But you know what? I just did it. I said, well, figure it out. Yeah, it out, and I, know? you know, you have the mental aspect, and that it's it's true. Like you, you know, you're like, you know, you come home and you're like, man, I'm tired, or or I'm not feeling it today. Nah, I won't work out. I'll start on the first of the month, or I'll start on the first of the year. I'll start on so Monday. it is huh? always Monday. I'll start Monday. on Monday. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it is Monday. I'll start Monday. <laughs> today is Monday. Okay, next Monday. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, next Monday, or I'll, I'll, you know what, after Thanksgiving for sure, we'll we'll get it done. You know yeah. what I mean? But uh. Um, no, I, I think it is a, a whole mental thing because I know my brother. Um, um, he's into all that right now. Like okay. he's he's running marathons on Sunday. He's he's uh, hiking the Rocky Mountains on Tuesday. You know what I mean? He's like he he's all into it. And he looks good, and he he posted on Instagram and and he's playing basketball on Thursdays. And he's forty four years old, but he looks great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and uh, uh, so it's it, you know it's good for him. I'm happy for him. You know, and it, and uh, and it, it's just getting out there and getting it done. But you, you know, know what? More great. than looking great, why he looks great externally, physically, is because he's been changed internally. Right. Oh, he's right. changed his mindset, and then he's changed his soul. Right. Right. right? Yeah. There's a different message in there, and it protrudes through the outside. Yeah. This mm -hmm. is just a host. Our body's just. Something that's yeah, yeah, holding yeah. all these genes and stuff inside our yeah. energy that all of a sudden reflects to externally to everybody like yourself that sees some somebody different right. because they're acting different because their mind is different and so they become a different person and that's pretty much what I embodied right mm -hmm. this this different uh, person of myself uh, that um, because look at the end of the day I'll, I'll go back a little bit I was lying I was lying to my clients I started this business in 2014 my journey started in 2017. And I was telling my clients, like, look, be better. Look, go be better. Don't drink. You know, eat healthy. Knock it off. No excuses. Yeah. I wasn't doing it. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right? I was being a fraud. From 2014 to 2017. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, you know, what I'm, but I didn't know it. It's that denial that, you know, it's yeah. like that alcoholic or somebody who's like, nah, man, I just want to drink. I have a good time. I don't have a problem. Right. Until you realize you do have a problem. Yeah. Right? And so it wasn't until then. My dad passed away. My journey changed. And I realized, what the hell am I doing? I was lying all these times. Yeah. And so now my word, what I was saying, was mm -hmm. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so that changed. That was it. That was, that was, that was it. But I was. Yeah, because even in your gym, like you're backing it up in the gym. You got all the medals up there. You know, you got all the, the banners. And, 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 you know, and I know my, my kid goes, uh, I don't know he goes up Monday and Wednesdays for about six months, and he knows it's up there. He's seen it before, but I know when he goes, if you see, he, he takes a look and every time, and you know, and yeah. and and like, matter of fact, like, um, we were talking about it this morning before I came here, um, 
He goes, uh, you gonna, you, are you going to introduce him as Caesar or Julio Caesar? <laughs> I said, why Julio Caesar? Well, that's what he puts on the banners. Uh-huh. Julio Caesar. And I said, damn, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. You know, my kid, you know, my kid notices that. He remembers that, yeah. which me, tells me that he's paying attention to that. Yeah. And he sees that. And it's all like you're backing yourself up. You're backing it up. Yeah. And that's good. Yeah. You know, I, I really hate putting up all that stuff and being on social media. I'll be honest. I, I don't like it. I, I grew up in that generation. I right? couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason is, but I, but I need how do it. Nowadays. And if I was at a business, at a location where, cross, you know, where cars cross and saw my business and I had the banner out there, I wish I didn't have to be on social media and I didn't have to put anything up. They'd come mm-hmm. to me and open the door and say, hey, you know, what's your prices there for this gym? But I work out of my house. Yeah. I work out of my garage. So I need to advertise in a certain way and market in a certain way. And, and so, let me, and unfortunately, let me just, that's it right there. And know? I don't want to interrupt you, but let me just say, man, any, everything that you have in your house, you can find anywhere in the gym. In, in a, in a 3,000 square foot gym, like in Planet Fitness and everything, you got everything in your gym. Correct. So, you know, and, and if you. anybody's interested, I mean, you got everything you can think of, you know. Like even when you brought out that special scale and, you know, that we were talking about. And, yeah. You know, the, the guns and all that. So you got everything there. You got everything there that a, a, a chain gym will have in their facility. So Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah thank you. I, I've, I've put together something that, that I'm, I'm super happy with, and yeah. there's always room to be better and, and grow more and mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, I'm super happy with the clients that I have, the people that have stayed with me, uh, the pe- people that continue to come back. You know, some people get busy, they come back to me. Um, but it's always, uh, you know, you guys and the clients mm-hmm. and the word of mouth that yeah. keeps me open, keeps the doors open and whatnot. Because if I, if that wasn't happening, how mm-hmm. else would I get clients right now? And so I'm yeah. super blessed that, that they're happy, right? I'm super blessed that your, your son's happy, that he's put mm-hmm. in the work, that he enjoys it. And then he enjoys coming out on, on Mondays and Wednesdays yeah, and yeah. working out. I mean, so. he's happy that he's making us happy. I mean, him, my, my wife and I, and we're just more than happy about the results and everything. Like Thank that. you. Yeah. Thank you. And, uh, and like you said, we didn't, we didn't look you up on instagram it was all word of mouth it was by recommendation by his teammates and what they say hey, there's a short guy out there and hey, no, there's a, no, said, there's <laughs> a, kicks our butt yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a crazy guy that runs like a zombie runs at night <laughs> but he's you know my kids are, are running two seconds faster down the line you know so i'm like all right we'll go check it out we'll go see check him out see what's up we'll go see this crazy guy you know the, it started with one guy to be honest i mean i had already been training several people different aspects uh softball girls Okay. Uh, that went on to play uh, college college ball and all this stuff. So, but this whole baseball transition, right? Like, like where it really grew, started with one kid, Maddie Cisneros. I'll never forget his uh, his name because I don't know how he found me through somebody, and he came. He was a lefty, and uh, his dad brought him, and and he, you know we worked we worked on yeah it. yeah. But after the first session, so dad already paid me in full, like 10 sessions. Here you go. Okay. But after the first session, the kid didn't want to be there. Mm. And so the dad came in his truck to pick him up. I'm going to talk to your dad. So he jumps in the thing and I said, hey, listen, here's your money back. And he goes, what happened? I go, he doesn't want to be here. Kid doesn't want to learn. I said, you're going to waste your money because this kid does not want to learn. I told him already that if you don't give me your best, nothing is going to happen. So... You can't force him to be here. I can't force him to be here. He's got to make that fucking decision on himself. Yeah. So thank you very much. So so. He goes, no, hold on to it. Okay, I'll hold on to the money. <laughs> <laughs> so he brought him back. That kid the next day, 
changed. I don't know what he did. Right, right. <laughs> I don't want to know. No PlayStation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No PlayStation. No video yeah. games. No yeah. cell phone. Back in the day, yeah. it was something else. Yeah. No Arachi or something. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyways, the kid changed. And so he came back and he grinded, man. He was grinding. Like, I was like, okay, what happened to this kid? The kid had uh, never hit a home run. Uh, he was playing, I think, Little League or Pony League or something. Months later, kid had hit his first home run. Dad was ecstatic, told everybody. Every, all the parents were like, well, what is he doing? What are you feeling? What happened? <laughs> you goes, yeah, he goes, I take him to this trainer. Okay, give me his number. And then that changed. Okay. Bam, you know? Right. All of a sudden, hey, you worked with Maddie Cisneros? Yeah, come on down. And so, uh, but it wasn't me. It really wasn't me. It I, was, I, the, yeah, it was, it the, was the kid it's... finally making a decision. That, or the dad. You know what, man? Everybody can, can you know, talk about themselves and pump, in, pump themselves up. But but the truth is, like you said, in the word of mouth. Like, yeah. and a quick example is, uh, you know, you know, our kids were, you know, small and we we're looking for, for swim lessons. Right. And everybody's like, hey, you should go to Ambaboa and so and so and. You know, it's a pretty good school. You know, you can train there and, and, and they'll get them swimming, right? And I'm like, man, I don't know, man, because these schools, they'll, 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 try, to, they'll try to, like, just get every last penny out of you, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, my son was on a, a team and uh, I was just talking to one of the parents and the parents like, hey, I'm like, hey, man, I'm looking for swim lessons. He goes, hey, man, you need to take, it, take, take uh, your kid to this lady. They'll be swimming, like, within the first week of lessons. I'm like, nah, I'm like, they've never been in water. They're scared of the water. They're like, trust me, take your kids to this lady. And within a week, they'll be swimming. I'm like, you know what? Give me the number. I took them within the first summer. They were swimming. I mean, yep. like, just like, not like, like, okay, uh, you put your hand out here and then you put your leg right there and then splash me with some water. No. The, the lady got him, threw him in the water. Yeah. And let's go. Let's go. And I'm like, hell yeah. That saved thousands and thousands of dollars, Bro, man. that's how it was growing up in my house. We're the, we're the, the one of the families that had a pool back then, right? And I had, I had two uncles. And I had two uncles that lived on the same block, two houses away from each other, and then next door. And then another uncle that lived like three houses down, crossing the street. Uh... And we you know I was uh, we were the house with the pool. Of course, like thirty cousins in one pool, right? <laughs> so yeah, those are never. We don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, no, we don't talk about that. No, but what I was getting is like oh, that my, explains a lot. Yeah, was, <laughs> we all learn how to swim because our older cousins like, oh, you want to learn how to swim? Come here, boom, <laughs> in the deep end. Hey, start paddling like a dog. And that's it. Hey, 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 he's not coming up. He's not coming up. Go get him. Go, Go get, get him. The broom. Go get the broom. The broom. Wait, you know, I think uh, we're all at fault for this, right? Whenever, whatever. But we all look for uh, certifications, pedigrees, yeah, where yeah, they've yeah. been, what they've done, how expensive they are, what the what the place looks like, how cool it looks, all this stuff. What did the coach from uh, CSUN say yesterday when he was talking? He says, you know what? You got to find the right fit for you, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the right fit right. for yeah. you. Right? Sure. You go to UCLA, they got top-notch uh, program, but top-notch facilities, maintenance workers. Everything's super nice, clean, the dugouts. Yeah, yeah. They get all this. They're sponsored by all that. But yeah. it doesn't mean you fit in there. Right. And so, right, you got to find just not what's externally out there, but what's going to work for you, your kid, your family, whatever that might be. Yeah. Right? And not all that stuff, uh, the, all the glamour and glory and, and the top pedigrees and certifications 
uh, you can be book smart and all that, but um, you find somebody backyard style, right? Throw them in the pool. Yeah, he's myself hit. working yeah, out of a garage yeah. or yeah. somewhere else or whatever. And likewise, you can also find the best at one of those facilities. But do your homework and and find the right fit for yeah. you, your kid, your family, whoever it might be. And we were talking about it last week, right, with the whole travel ball thing. Like, it's not for all the kids. Yep. You know what I mean? Some kids just want to go to Little League, have fun, and go home. You right. know, it's it's not. And 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 I'm, I'm, you include the parents in that. Right. For some parents, it's not like let's go to Downey on 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 the first weekend on the month, and then Anaheim the third. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Right. So when you say find the right fit, I mean that's exactly what it is. Yeah, I know. You know I know. I, mean? I know family that uh, in a span of a year, year and a half, we've known. You know, the word goes around. You know, gets around. Oh, this family went to this travel pro program. They're there for like two months, and they go to another one. Yeah, I know this yeah, exactly. family's been in six different programs. Yeah, yeah. like travel pros, and, on, I'm, and I'm thinking myself, <laughs> hey, I think it's starting to you know, it's starting time to uh, think about. Not and the kid, and the kid, like I don't care yeah. of, of of none of the sticks that you've taken yeah, me to. Yeah. Like, like I want to go home and play Fortnite. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You have me here. You're dragging me all around the whole state of California, yeah. and I don't want to do it. Yeah. But there's kids that like that sleep in their uniform, yeah. sleep next to their bat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they and they want it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's just finding the the uh, the right fit. They're finding the right fit, and if your kid's into it, great. Yeah. But if your kid is not, then you know you're just dragging them. You know, like Coach Gomez said. Um, you're trying to live your dream through them, then it's like it's not gonna work. Yeah, it's not gonna work. Yeah, yeah. yeah but what, what I like about you too is, uh, um, you know, you get like you have six kids in in the sessions that my son is in. There's five other kids, and sometimes they get they get away from it a little bit, you know. Oh yeah. And you're there to check them. Yeah. You know, like hey, we're here to work. Yeah. Like you have to pull them to the side, stop what they're doing. Hey, we're here to work. Like stop fucking grab asking. Yeah. You know, now we'll become attracting. Like. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Run all day. I'll put, yeah, we'll put some yeah. hurdles in the street if you want. Yeah. To know. yeah. No, I, I, you know, I, look, look. I mean, you've been there to see that at the end of the day, their kids, they're gonna talk, they're gonna goof around, yeah. they're gonna play, right? right? That's we want to take that away from them at, no, at all. You don't. You but when don't. it's time to work, it's time to work. Yeah. When it's time to do that exercise, right? And maybe when you're getting some water, do your thing. But when you're working, you gotta work, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like uh, going up to the bat and you know the catcher and the pitcher. You say hi to them, and then it's time to go to work. They ain't right there. Hey, what's up, brother? Why are you up on Dude, the I can't stand You know what I'm saying? Get well, the hell out of here. Like the yeah. coach from season yesterday yeah. said, be the, the, the nicest, be a gentleman, open doors when you're off the field. When you're on the field, you got to be that fucking jerk. No, he said be a dog. Be a dog. He's a jerk, too. <laughs> yeah, you got to be exactly. kind of jerk. Or, yeah. You know, you got to play, you got a chip on your shoulder. Absolutely. So, and, and that goes with when you're working out, too. Yeah. You got to work it like you got a chip on your shoulder. Like someone just yeah. kicked your dog or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? One of the ways that, that this whole gym this whole gym started was. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Be you got to be mad about something. You know what, man? If somebody kicked my Zoe, I would be pissed. Yeah, you got to be mad about something. Be careful. People are going to come out. Nobody kicks my Morena. I'd be pissed. You can, you can kick a person, but don't ever kick a dog nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Have Peter behind you. That was one of the things, right? Yeah. You know, kick your dog. What do you, you know, whatever. But nowadays, I don't even know. Um, Can't do shit now. Yeah. I lost yeah. my train of thought. Let's yeah, move no, forward. No, 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 um, I just, I just want to bring, uh, like, uh, your clients. Of course, you you deal with youth, but then you have adults too, right? I mean, and and yeah, uh, um, like uh, I don't want to say his name, but the one that was in that challenge, his work. Oh yeah, yeah. And he lost how many pounds within? Yeah, I've lo- I've, he lost seventy, uh, I believe. Or no, forty, forty during the challenge. 
But I've had people lose 100 pounds, yeah. 70 pounds or whatnot. It's not about losing weight, right? Of course. No, no, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, I started my whole program, and that's where I was going to go. Okay. I started my whole gym and everything based on working out differently. So my whole slogan is we change the way you think, we change the way you train, and we change the way you live, mm-hmm. right? And so first is obviously the mindset, change the way you think. Hey, listen, when you're tired, you know you can go further. But your mind has to be there. And then changing the way you train. So a lot of people go and work. Uh, work out and go to the gym and run and do all this stuff mm-hmm. for aesthetics, you know. Oh, I right. want to look this way, you know, yeah. get some abs, you know. Oh, I want to go for I thought you were going to say get some ass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but uh, they they do that for that. And the, and and um, for me, it's always been, because I have a law enforcement background, so it was always to live, to make sure mm. that you're ready. In case for, something happens. In case something happens. To stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? And so, in other words, work out hard enough so that if your life is on the line, right, that you're strong enough, you're healthy enough, you have some strength, agility, and endurance, you're a good athlete too, right? But right now, we live in a society where there's uh, shootings at schools, there's shootings at airports, there's mass shootings in Vegas and and everywhere. There's a shooter going here and and, and whatever might be going on. And so, are you healthy enough to to run away? And how far? And for how long? Mm-hmm. Are you healthy enough to hold a push-up or be under somewhere and, you know, in hiding in a certain place in a certain position? Uh, are you strong enough to pull yourself out and, and walk on one leg when you got shot on the other leg or, right. or whatnot, right? Or even just have the mindset for that. Right. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, that's more right? important. The and, fight, fight or flight. Syndrome. Right. And yeah. so that's how this whole thing started, my whole gym. That was my mindset in growing. And so then that led to uh, training right. more uh, adults, uh, training them for their marathon, their first marathon ever, you know? I mean, I've never done a marathon. I don't know if I ever will. I want to do one before I die. That was a, the whole thing. No, like, why not do it right now? Yeah. Like, what are you waiting for? Right. right? Yeah, exactly. And, and bah, it's hard. It's 26 miles. Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy. You got to work for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's go. Yeah. Well, what are you going to wait for? So until you're 48 now, and then all of a sudden, before I'm 50, and then you're 49, and then you're 50, and then you're, oh, before I'm 55. Yeah. You just keep prolonging stuff. And so let's go right now. This is a bright time for you. And so then that led to some people doing some amazing things, and then, them changing in, in, in their business, their 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 being and who they are. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, I, I think that's yeah. That and you mentioned and you mentioned in the law enforcement that you gotta be fit for certain situations. And uh when I was in the military, I mean uh yeah, I was PT stud, you know, physical training stud and I was like one eighty back then, you know. And, but the main thing was in our unit, uh you had to be physically fit to be able to pull your buddy out. Something happens. Right. Like you can you can run like the, the back then, I rode two miles in fifteen minutes, which is not fast, but it was fast for me being a big guy. Two miles in fifteen minutes—that's fast. Don't yeah, you? yeah, it's fast to my standards, but to the military standards, this kids is that twelve miles. I mean, twelve minutes, two miles, thirteen minutes, yeah. two miles. And there were PT studs, but when it came to doing obstacle courses, and you had dead weight, mm-hmm. and it was it would it would like it would be the equivalent of pulling a, a, a person out. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it, right? So that was the main thing for us. Like, you got to be physically fit, not just for yourself. Like you said, you know, you're shot. You'll be able to pull yourself out. There was a, you can pull your buddy out. Right. So you, you got to be training, like, specifically for that. Well, you don't know. Like you train, train yeah, you train specifically for that, but. but uh, uh, To do that skill. Yeah, well, to what, do that. what I was getting is, like, you know, yeah, you can run. You can run. You know, you look good. You know, you got abs. You know, you're cut. And, you know, veins everywhere and stuff like that. But go pull that 120-pound bag that's you right there. It's like, it. it like people that are like, oh, I can, you know, I can throw for 500 yards. I can, you know, sink 20 straight three-pointers. But if I put a bat in your hand, you're not, you can't even touch it. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like so. everybody trades specific and can do certain things. Um, but uh, you know, it just depends on it depends also on what you want to do. Like right. what is you? But I, I think the main thing and, and I keep hearing you talk about, you know, you program and stuff like that, and it's awesome, but one thing that sticks in my head is the mentality. Yeah. The mentality is so huge. Like I like if you wanna do it, you're gonna get it done. And we all fall into that way somehow or some sh- you know, some some way. But it's like getting it done. So people that can hear this podcast, are like, man, that sounds great. That mm. sounds great. And then go home and then sit on their ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's the yeah. mentality of like getting up at right. four o'clock in the morning, working out three hours, going to work. You know, it's, it's, it's tough. And it's that mental barrier that you keep, you know, you know, saying it's, uh, but it's true. Right. It's true. So one of the things we lack in, in, in doing is uh, sharpening our mind. Right, mm. that's a muscle as well. Like yeah. the whole thing is to create that mal- that that mind that callus in our mind, just like our hands when we hold a baseball bat, and we we hit, we hit, and we create calluses. So the same thing is when your mind is telling you it's comfortable in bed right now, and when your mind is telling you, "Man, I'm tired. I'll just take today off," yeah. right? Because that's what it's going to tell you. The mind just yeah. wants to be happy all the time, you know. <laughs> but the reality of it is, then you have to change that. Yeah. That's what it is, right there. Right? There's no motivation. I feel great today. Oh, so I'm only going to work out one at, one time out of the year because you feel great that day? No, mm-hmm. it's overcoming that. And the more you do that, the more you say no to that, you know, uh, that little voice saying stay in bed, it feels good, mm-hmm. you know, enjoy it. You, you earned a, a, yeah. a beer today. You could sit down and do nothing. When you change that, you constantly create a habit that then changes your life. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And it because makes, it's always going to tell you that, right? It's always going to yeah. tell you, you know, Hey man, just chill today. You know, it's always gonna say that, and it's and never also, gonna say, "Dude, go out and kick your ass." You know, no. go outside yeah. and fucking, uh, you know, uh, get get sunburn and get uh, get dirt in your ears today, and and uh, have blisters on your feet. You know, dude, have a great day by by putting hurt on your body. And we'll be right back. What is up, guys? It's your friend Agent Beta here with the Agent Beta Realty Group for all my homeowners that want to cash in on their investment. That's right. You've waited all so long for this time. Right now, your values are the ultimate high. Now is the time to cash out. Now is the time to sell and get all that money back on your investment, guys. I will guarantee you 30 days or less to have your house under contract or I pay you. That's right. You don't pay me. I'm going to pay you. 818-482-9505. 818-482-9505. That's 818-482-9505. Now is the time to sell. I think one of the things that I want to like like leave with this in mm-hmm. regards to what we're talking about right now is that no nobody every, everybody's a sinner. Everybody does wrong, right? Myself and everybody included in, in the whole world, mm-hmm. obviously. And so um, the way I kind of try to look at, uh, at things is is did you earn it? Right? Did you oh, earn okay. did you earn that meal? Did you earn that alcohol? Like, did you go out and grind today? Did you do something right? What did you do to earn uh, some happiness, some pleasure, yeah, some whatever yeah, it might be, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, look, I enjoy drinking, right? I enjoy eating. Yesterday I had some, uh, what did I have yesterday? Uh, some, <laughs> my daughters wanted uh, panda. I hadn't had panda forever, for a while now. I don't even remember the last time. Right. And, man, it messed me up, right? <laughs> but I don't, I don't eat clean all the time. That's not my, my, my thing. Is My yeah. thing is to, to earn it. Right. Mm-hmm. So yesterday I ran nine miles in between a workout session or whatnot. So did I earn it? I felt like I did. Right. 
And so that's what I kind of tell myself and I tell my clients, look, you felt you've earned it. Get after it Get because it. there's a balance yeah. there, right? Yeah. You can yeah. go, right? We're all uh, addicts of something, right? Mm-hmm. Too much baseball, too much, too much this, too much, uh, you know, working out, too much alcohol, whatever it might be. And so there has to be a balance. If yeah. not, you're just going to become an addict of something else. Mm-hmm. And so you have to make sure that you, you have an outlet of that. And so that my, to me, I tell them, hey, look, if you worked hard enough, after a month, you've lost some weight, you've done whatever, you've earned it. Go get That's yourself some Carl's Jr. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's good. Because there's a difference. Don't worry there, about it. There's a difference in saying, did I earn it or am I going to earn it tomorrow? Right. If I did it today. Correct. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think, I think, and you're right. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, I'm guilty, man. I'm, I'm not a, I'm a big boy and I'm guilty of that, you know? But, you know, when uh, you, you know, your messages and, and your one slogan is be better. That's it. Be better. Just be better, whatever. Whatever you do, be better. Starts today, Juanito. Yeah. Starts today. Let's go. Let's go. Man, we'll run out this. We'll run this. <laughs> Let's go. I'm, I'm down. You're down. I'm down. I go won't go that house. far, but I'll run. <laughs> There's a disclaimer. But you know what? It starts <laughs> with the walking and the hiking and all that stuff. Man, no, you, yeah, you yeah, have to build no, up yeah, to it, no, right? No, I'll joke yeah, aside. I'll joke aside. My wife gets me. has to get asked me all the time. Just walk the dog around the block. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you're like, you're fuck, you're right. You know, because I got a fucking super active boxer female boxer there you boxer. go yeah. and they say you gotta walk the dogs it's nice all right. yeah, you know man. the thing is you, you have to find your own journey yeah. you know i yeah. can tell you right now like well what's the problem and i can sit here and you know try to try to drill you with something like well, yeah. what are you thinking then yeah, what are you yeah. thinking all this stuff but until you until you uh, it's always what do they say they say uh it's not the message you're telling but it's how you make them feel right that that they'll remember you right yeah. mm. and so a lot of the times is you have to yourself feel uh, a certain way about yourself in order to change yeah, yeah. i yeah. felt like at a one point when i changed what am i doing like who am i i'm this liar yeah. i'm this like i felt that deep yeah. i am i am a lying guy for my clients from 2016 or 14 to 16 about don't drink be this be that be better and i wasn't yeah. and uh, i looked at pictures and all that stuff and and look i, I deal with it every day still like right. To say here, sit here. Yeah, let's go. Be better. Oh man, I, every day is a battle. It's a battle in my mind. You know, you don't look at me and go, "Look, oh, that guy's a personal trainer. He looks this way. Take off my shirt, flat abs, and and you know, muscles mm. everywhere." No, but I never wanted to be that guy. I wanted to do the hard shit, right? I wanted to go out there and run a hundred miles, fifty miles, twenty-four hour runs, triathlons, full Ironmans, marathons push-up challenge and just the simple fact that you're traveling to other states to do it you know that's like yeah yeah and so and and you love it right you know you gotta have like the love and the passion for it you know what i mean there if you if you didn't love it if you didn't like you wouldn't be doing those things yeah you know obviously you love you have a passion that's what you feel in your heart and your mind like you're saying but because if you did it then none of this would be going on you know what i mean so you gotta have that in you like keep saying you got to have that love and that passion to make the change. You know, yes and no. Like, uh, yeah. um, it's like running. Nobody loves to run, yeah. right? Love I don't even think say, that. The, you probably don't love it when you're doing it, <laughs> yeah. but you love how you feel after, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think what I love most about it is what it did to me and the what mind. it does to me. The mindset. The discipline. Yeah. 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 What it does to me and then what it can show to others how you can do something you do not love and still overcome and exceeded it yeah. and exceeded it. Well, right. Yeah, Cause yeah. look, running a hundred miles, 
You know, I couldn't walk for a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah, I saw the postings that, you know. Yeah. It looked like you had broke your ankle. Like they said, yeah. 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 <laughs> and so, who loves that, right? Who's going to say, I'd like to do it again. Tomorrow, let's go. Do- mm-hmm. No, but what I do love is. You did the, it. Right. The opportunity to see if I could do it first, right? Mm. So, the opportunity to go, wait a minute. Am I going to quit? Is my mind, like, is my, what can my body handle? And so then. Doing it, right? And then saying, I did it. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. I I did more than I could. Holy shit. And you have to have that doubt because that doubt's going to creep up. Oh, yeah, Everybody yeah. who says, like, man, I got this. I trained it and all that. And they're not fearful enough. There's not a little fear, right? Oh, yeah, like in baseball, fear. if you no, go no, up there and like, I'm going to hit this guy. There's yeah. got to be a little bit like, damn, can I hit this 100 mile per hour for the first right, time playing? Right, but right. there's still got to be that dog in you, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, little, yeah. Those little butterflies. Right, you got to have it. You got to have it because when you don't, almost you're your instincts and your, your that the fight or flight goes away when you're mm-hmm. not scared of something. You got to mm-hmm. be a little scared. So yeah, I mean uh, the overcoming and all that. That's what I love. The doing the stuff that's doing the stuff that's not easy is what I love. Mm-hmm. Right. Doing the oh, stuff yeah. right. And so I try to find different things to to challenge myself and challenge my clients and challenge the people. Is do something like we can all sit here and say I don't like to do this. Well, do it anyways. Yep. <laughs> like. Nobody likes to do that, right? I didn't want to go to school, but I wanted to play baseball. Yeah. I did. So yeah. I had to go to school. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Do the things you don't want to do in order to get where you want to be, yeah. you know? So. All right. Well, I think, uh, I think, um, I think we should start talking about baseball now. What's going on in baseball? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know. No, let's do no, it. No, 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 yeah. And, and, and I mean, it was a great conversation. And we, I know I learned a lot. You know, I learned even more, even though I've known you for almost, you know, almost a whole year. And, and we have conversations on the side, you know, stuff like that. But, uh just having you here man i appreciate you coming out and and if you want to uh plug something right now or if you got something going on that you know you put something out there or you know explain uag whatever you know go ahead you know another... yeah yeah for sure i know i appreciate it yeah. first of all thank you guys for the opportunity i appreciate what you guys have going on here and talking about baseball and not only uh about major league sports but also you know talking about sunday league which is classic and yeah. awesome because i played sunday league after my my college career was and and mentioning these guys and the yeah. teams they play on is amazing some high school ball, right? That wasn't going on in podcasts and what's going on with you guys, so it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I would I would leave with two things. One, obviously, you guys can find me at UAG Fit on Instagram. Uh, it's simple, UAG, F-I-T. What, what does the UAG stand for? Uh, Ultimate Athlete Gym. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm also on Facebook for the older people. Now, <laughs> nowadays, TikTok, or I don't know, whatever. The, the season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so the older people. Uh, Facebook under Martinez Julio Cesar. Okay. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so that's, I think that's the only ones. I had a Twitter sometime and okay. a TikTok, but um, I, I would leave with this, is that uh, for the athletes, for people playing baseball or softball, whatever, whatever sport, is that make sure that uh, your kids are training in season. Right, not only out of season. Oh, out of season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, there's different kinds of training, right? In season, and that you find the right fit and the right person and the right trainer that keeps them busy, keeps them good and whatnot, and let them be kids, let them grow, let them fail. Right? Nobody's gonna, you know, that at age eight, ten, so and so, the mm-hmm. they're 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 gonna fail. Uh, no scouts are out there looking at them, <laughs> right, right? right? Or right. doing any of like that. Uh, uh, support them, love them, take them to games, find a way. Uh, Make sure that they're they're getting the best opportunity that they can, that they're having fun. Um, but um, yeah, just and, and be hard on them when they're lazy. You know, take yeah. shit away from them. 
make sure that uh, that they're doing the right thing uh, when nobody's watching. And yep. so I, I would say just just that because that's who I am. Um, that's what my dad made me be and, and told me all the time. And that's just the way I want to leave it. And I appreciate you guys for the time. And no, I'll chime no, in thank here you. on some baseball thank you. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you're not leaving yet, right? You're going to come. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be right here. All right, right, right. Good, good, good. So uh, I think we'll start, uh, of course, we'll start with Dodgers. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we should talk about this topic. We've been talking about it every week because it's always something different. But I guess we'll talk about it, the Trevor Bauer suspension. <clears throat> Two years too much or what? You know what? When I first saw it, man, I thought it was a joke on so Twitter. I. When I saw 324 games, I'm like, oh, man, somebody's messing with this dude. <laughs> and then I kept scrolling up, and I'm like, man. Somebody is messing with it. Dude, two years, man. And I, you know what, man? I, I, I think, and this is just my only personal thing, but I think MLB and, uh, and the Dodgers have a little agenda on the side on this. But I think MLB asked the Dodgers flat out. And this is just me talking, okay? I'm not trying to put words in anybody's mouth. But they said, hey, if we, if we bring this dude back, because you know I had two years with the Dodgers. Yeah. So if we bring this dude back, are you going to let him pitch or you, what's going to happen? And the Dodgers probably said, you know what? This is never going to see the mound again in Dodger Stadium. And they're like, all right, well, let's give him the two years. But that's just my take. But but uh, I think it's just, and MLB's probably is trying to send the message like, hey, man, we're not, we take this stuff serious as they should. As they should take it seriously, but, but what I mean, they, they put in the fear of, of into everybody's. But what uh, are they taking seriously? The the domestic violence. But it wasn't domestic violence. Well, no, we don't have okay, all the well, details. That's what I'm saying. Though. We don't have the details. He went to he went through a court system and it was found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. so it's not it's not considered domestic violence. No. Okay. Well. Okay. So then you 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 prove the point. Yeah. Exactly. But MLB saying, hey, we're still. And and if and and you know I seen on Twitter and seen articles and stuff like that and there's mm. people that just flat out didn't like the dude. Yeah. I mean their own teammates, managers, you know, writers like they just thought this dude was just like a loser. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's different. so it's there's different. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean I don't know. I'm not gonna repeat both sides. I'm not gonna say anything. You know. Just, yeah, because we talked about it. Already. Yeah, we You're talked right. about it. Already. And it is what it is. He's gonna appeal it. The only thing I can say is that I think there was a two-year suspension because he wouldn't be quiet about it. You know, right? He kept trying to, he kept trying to, like you know, like fight it and. Right. Well, no, well, no, not fight it, at, but just like no. What I'm getting at is other, other, uh, other players were arrested or or there were situations of domestic violence and they just stayed quiet about it. They rolled the suspension and that was it. So that's they what I'm saying. Like, yeah, do yeah. they have a specific agenda? I think it was because you know Trevor Bauer because once the went to the court system, Trevor Bauer, like when they they found him not guilty or whatever, they threw the case out and he went straight out and <laughs> made a video like right out there. I'm gonna talk about what happened and we did this and he went into detail how the sex was and it was like, you come think, on, man. Do you think That's he pissed off the wrong people? Yeah. the hired honchos, the boss. But ha- ha- yeah. has been over yeah. the course of his career. Well, the, yeah, with the spider tag, with everything. Exactly. Even when they, even exactly. what happened with Pete Rose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Pete Rose pissed off the wrong person. Then supposedly he's telling the truth for making it, you know, a, a deal with him. Right. Then I think the uh, the head honcho passed away, and the deal was off the table. Then. But you know and what? Now, it's he's, like, now yeah. he's still not in the, yeah. the Hall of Fame. Right. And he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. And what Bach was saying is true about about the spider attack, yeah. like and all this, you know, different ways to to do certain things or or get a get an upper hand. Yeah. I mean, I, I just think you know. Like Oma, like Oma said, yeah, like Oma said, he's like he just just shut up about it already. And like, 
don't don't dig yourself a bigger, a bigger hole and i think that's what happened yep so yeah it is okay that's it conversation over i guess that's it yeah i guess i'm, I'm pretty sure we're gonna hear him <laughs> hear him about him in the news and stuff like that but i i think uh it's no you're much. gonna hear about Bauer, you're gonna you're gonna hear that about the but news. i think here in this you're gonna podcast, hear that about it's just ran its course already. yeah no no you're right i was you're all right. for him i was all for him pitching and coming back he's a great pitcher and i had him as third in the rotation it. That's yeah, not he fought it, but now like he, he he can't respond to everything that's coming out in the news you can't go out there like that you know and then talk bad about reporters and writers even though they're talking about about you, so what? Hey, nowadays, it, I mean, you look at a person wrong, it's like, like, yeah. hey, I'm taking you to court. Why? You looked at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's sad. All right. Let's talk about actual players that are playing. Like Bueller, complete game. Good for him, right? Uh, who else? No, I, I really thought they were going to take him out after that eighth inning. Me yeah. too. I was I glad to so see too. that thing. They let him go because he was already at what ninety eight pitches. Yeah, ninety eight. I was like, he's I was like, oh, man, they're gonna take him out. He's not, they're not gonna let him. But, but I'm glad they let him because that was his first time. Well, that, well, that fool wants to show that he's the horse. Yeah, he wants to show he's the horse. I That's mean, our guy. even with Kershaw right there in, in the dugout, he's, hey man, this is my team now. Let's say you know you're not. <laughs> this is my team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And 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 it is true because they kind of mentioned like, hey, you know, and and uh, Bueller said like, I want to you know show that I'm I'm the man. You know what I mean? Kershaw has set the standard, but but it's my my. Without saying it, he like, said it. Yeah. He said it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's my it. time now. So, so Move why over. why leave Bueller in for a complete game and think Kershaw is throwing a perfect, uh, perfect on seven whatever innings? Well, that's, eighty pitches. That's completely different, though. This is already what his fourth start. It was already his fourth. That was in late fourth April, start. and Kershaw was like in early April. So oh, okay. and Kershaw you know, didn't he, throw a ball. Caesar, you and I, <laughs> you know, you and I had a conversation, right? And you were like, "Fucking do it, let him do it." Walls out. So what if he doesn't do it? So what? At least you gave him an opportunity. And well, I was, was all for like, yeah, short and spring training, and you know, and then come to think about it, now I was like, uh, yeah, I'm a guy who believes in opportunity, like uh, th- that moment right there and then, right? Yeah. And so, w- will that happen again? Uh, maybe, right? But that's an opportunity that was taken out of his hands. Uh, whether he wanted to, I don't know the whole specifics on it, but right. to me, he's right there at the door, opening it, and it got closed by somebody else. And, by the nerds, uh, right? Nerd, and, yeah. and so That's then I go, 85 pitches. Oh, yeah. I go, the opportunity is right here, and somebody's closing the door on me. I'm breaking through. I'm knock, knock, notice. Warren, right at your service, and, and we're going in. You know that, what I'm saying? That was better than, you know, yeah. I, you know, everybody has a different agenda, right? We're all here, fans talking about it and whatnot, and different levels yeah. of baseball, different uh, perspectives. But to me, uh, you go for it, you know? Yeah, you go for definitely. It. But it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of your guys' boy, um, he broke uh, oh the record, record. all time strikeout leader in uh, Dodgers franchise. Dodger history, so. yep. There we go. He, That's a good feat because there's a lot of good Dodger pitchers. Oh yeah, Don yeah. Sutton, you know, he went Don Sutton, Sandy Don Koufax, Koufax, Don Drysdale, Don Drysdale. And then Fernando, oh, yeah, Fernando yeah. was all the way at the bottom of the list. <laughs> <laughs> He had a shorter career, though. He did. He had, he a, had shorter. a shorter career. Yeah. Yeah, because they made him throw like 100 pitches. I know, like yeah. 100 innings. You 120, know what I mean? 140 pitches. And, yeah. Hey, coach. You just done. say, let him go. Huh? Now you're changing? Why? Well, you're maybe, saying, you know, let him go. Maybe, maybe. Now you're talking lost. about. No, 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 no. He had a short career because of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe so he was lost in translation. Tommy Lasorda would come out to the mound, like, hey, are you still good? 
Ya no, and he's like, what, what does that mean? ¿Qué? Yeah. ¿Qué dijiste? Ya yeah, no. What'd you say? Ya yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> so so maybe, but, he had, maybe he had a short career too, because in that time, right, we're talking about in the 80s. Yeah. Right? The way people took care of themselves. Like, look at everything that's going on now where people are in training, right? We yeah. talk about Wait. what's happening right now. Look at yeah. Tom Brady, right? Going on and, oh, yeah. and, 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 and still being the goat out there, a yeah. quarterback. How does he take care of himself? I mean, he goes out there in season, out season. He's got a massage therapist. He's, mm-hmm. The way he feeds his body, right? And I'm not saying anything about Fernando, but in the 80s, 90s, we didn't have those know, things, yeah, right? Yeah. That was not what's out there right now. You just to, ice. To continue our bodies <laughs> physically yeah. hey, to if, be in better shape. If Kershaw was throwing that perfecto in the 80s, that fool would have finished it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No question about it. In 2022, it was, you're coming yeah. out in the seven. It was Tommy Lasorda coaching you know what I'm right there. Yeah. 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 Shit. Hey, come on. Even Hershizer, dude. Tommy Lasorda ran that. Hey, Tommy Lasorda ran Hershizer to the ground, too, dude. Come oh, on, yeah. Man. The dog? Yeah, dude. I mean, but it's a different time. Like you said, it's a different time. And, um, you know, it is what it is. Well, before, players used to use spring training to get into shape. Nowadays, like you said, they're in shape year-round. You better come you know, to spring training ready. already ready yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. No, but the make it sound like yeah. if Kershaw didn't come into the spring training in shape. Come on, man. Right. Well, his arm wasn't in shape this year. He's been throwing since January. Four months. How many more months do you need? But do you think that was an excuse? Somebody used... But he has a little arm injury. The nerds. The nerds. We talk about the nerds. You know what the nerds yeah, are. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't Kershaw <laughs> oh, yeah, or Robert's decision. <laughs> they could blame it on them all they want, but that came from the top. Hey, he's done. He probably, you know, Robert probably has today, a buzzer. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he probably has a pager that's a buzzer now. Robbers in the eight. That's cool. Yeah, no buzzers. We don't use buzzers like that. Hey, that's, that's, it. Is, that's it. Who does he use? J and J beepers or what? Right. <laughs> Man, J and J beepers. Wait, what was the other one? King of King of beepers. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, like yeah, beepers. yeah, yeah. The King of beepers. They still have beepers. I have uh, doctors. I have doctors. Doctors. Yeah. Still beepers too. Yeah. Doctors yeah, eat them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> so he broke his record, whatever. <laughs> Me, whatever. Why would you always have something Why to say, whatever, dude? Man. I was I watching the game yesterday. I had whatever. Next batter, let's go. Did you guys see how he biased? How he had two strikes on him, and then, uh, and then the crowd was on his feet, and they were cheering him, and then he got a base hit. And he's like, yeah, Javi Vi- yeah, dude, Javi Vi- is a douche, dude. Oh, <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say that you loved it, like you liked it. You're like, hell yeah. You know what, man? I I, I kind of did one. Like, nobody, <sighs> like, yeah, I did, right? I, I did. It was funny. I was watching the game with my daughters yesterday. Or one one of the daughters. She loves baseball. The other one likes to read. But uh-huh. uh, as he broke the record, I said, oh, good. Good for him. And then let's move forward, right? Same yeah. thing like you. And they're like, dad, you're being mean. And I said, no, he broke the Dodger record. Let's yeah. just get it right. Right. Everybody's like history in the making. Dodger history. Dodger, Dodger history. history. Yeah. This isn't that's you know, us. Yeah. Nolan Ryan break Nolan Ryan's record. Right. And they, they kept on saying, Oh, you're a hater, you're you're being mean, you know. I said, Look, he could go pitch with the uh, Minnesota Twins and their record for most strikeouts over there's a thousand. Exactly. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right? Everybody else above him is Nolan Ryan's like, oh, that's cute. Come that's catch nice. me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's reality. That's yeah. Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. a great thing for the Dodger fans and Dodger history and Dodger club and organization. A lot of teams can't even name the, the, the strikeout leader. Yep. You know what I mean? Right. You, who's the strikeout leader for the Diamondbacks? Oh, yeah, Randy Johnson. Randy Johnson. Yeah, for a Yeah, he was only there for a little bit. But I'm just saying, that's how it takes. It's yeah. a Dodger, yeah, it's a Dodger yeah. record. Arizona Diamondbacks, they're, they're, I mean, they don't say they're a new team, but they're a fairly new team compared to other teams, you know? Yeah. So, you know, 
I don't know. No, no, yeah. But yeah. what he's saying is that you don't know. Everybody knows Nolan Ryan. Oh, I don't I know who's, yeah. who who's, who owns it for the Seattle Mariners. Who know. is that? I don't know. Probably Felix Nobody Fred. does. You know? Felix uh, Hernandez probably, yeah. But yeah, but we don't know. Right. For, <laughs> but for Major League, like, you're going to steal a base. You're going to you're gonna break uh, your team for stealing most bases. But are you going to catch Ricky Henderson? Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> hey, even is though now, now they're they're stealing more. And that's fun. Yeah. Who right? Is. The, the MLB? MLB. Oh, I, I hope so. More. They didn't steal before. They didn't oh, steal yeah. before. They're, they're like, that's, uh, you know, that's the thing about MLB. You know they read a book. Somebody writes a book, Moneyball. <laughs> and then it and changes. all of a sudden, yeah, that's, that's the Bible. <laughs> but, uh, but we got to like, do it this way. We got to do it this way. MLB, they're coming out with like crazy records, though. Like, like the the other like one record was uh the Cardinals Molina and, and the other pitcher what's his name uh, uh, Wade, Wade right yeah the whole, they broke the record they broke the record for the uh, uh most games played together or caught together you know battery whatever I'm like come on really man come on man you guys are looking for what are, what are they gonna come up next uh let's break the record for most times of going to the bar you know in, in one city you know what I'm saying <laughs> like. Like, dude, come on, dude. All right, yeah. they caught, they, they, they've played with each other for 20 years. They're going to break the record. It's a, I mean, it's yeah. a cool story, but it, yeah. it shouldn't be like, like my big, nine, big. My, 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 It's a cool my, story for St. Louis. Like my exactly. nine-year-old. That's it. My nine-year-old says, yeah, cool story, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. Yeah, Cool story, bro. All right. Um, Julio Rias, pitching good. Right. harder, yeah. Hopefully he gets more recognition, though. Not like last year, 120 games and... Okay, cool story, bro. Yeah, cool story, bro. Cool story, oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, hey, you won 20 games? Cool. 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 Nice. All right. <laughs> That's cool. So what else you got? What else you got? Yeah. <laughs> you're, throwing 91, you're throwing 91 this year, so whatever. I know. No, he wins. It's not like 93, 94 in last start. Yeah, he's throwing a little bit harder. Yeah. That's yeah, good. Yeah. But, well, he lost some weight. I don't know if that affected him or not. It could be. They say sometimes, like, that's the power. Huh? That's, the yeah. power's in the long run, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Usually for hitters. But, hey, right? Uh, yeah. Hey, they say sometimes, you know, they, they say that people that lose weight, like uh, Victor Gonzalez, too. That yeah. fool lost, like, 50 pounds, and now he's in the same. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice hurt. laughs> yeah. Eating less tacos hasn't helped those two dudes. Look, uh, you know? look at Bartolo Colon. <laughs> exactly. Bartolo Colon, man. That fool was Big a, boy. That, a, that guy was, I mean, and throwing, he was 45, still throwing 95. Come on, man. And eating, and eating yeah. four I times a day. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, I, you know what, it, it all works different for everybody, but, but yeah, Urias does look, you know, a little thinner, but maybe you should get back on the, on the taco diet. <laughs> taco diet, dude. Man. <laughs> Side of frijoles We're and arroz, not. you know what I'm saying? Jesus. Let's do it. And then uh, Lux. A little bit of the yips or what? Yeah, they're talking about it because uh, I guess uh, in Arizona, um, he threw he threw a couple uh, a couple balls away, or, you know, pulled Freeman out of the bag, off the bag. I mean, but I mean, it happened. You know, you could go Steve Sachs. Mm -hmm. Who are you saying? Chuck Doblog, Altuve. Right now, Altuve. Did, did you ever Altuve. hear that story? Uh, Bacho, before you continue about Chuck Doblog, you guys don't remember Dave Letterman, right? The the the, the host. Yeah. yeah. That one time, like he had the yips. He was playing in New York. No. no. What happened? <laughs> this fool got a grounder to second. He he airmailed it right and threw it into the stands and hit Dave Letterman's mom, dude. Oh, really? <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. And that night, that night he came out on the show and uh, 
and they had a, and uh, everybody thought it was a joke. Like, like they thought that Dave Letterman was saying a joke. Like, man, Chuck, Chuck Knopf like threw one into the stand and hit my mom. But it was actually true. Wow. <laughs> That's fine. So, you know what, Lux, you know what, it, it happens, dude. I mean, the worst case I ever heard about, because I've heard it before, but the worst case I ever heard about was uh, was uh, Rick Ankiel. Plus, he turned yeah, out good for him, though. Well, how did it turn out good? That dude threw like 97. I know, but he came out to be a great outfielder and fucking had a great arm out no, there. No, that's, that's mentality he, right there. Yeah. Like, he, he, like, went back to single A and became an outfielder. But I'm saying, like, that fool was 20 years old, throwing 97 with yeah, a yeah. sick-ass uh, uh, curve. And then, if you look up the video, the YouTube video on Rick Ankiel, it, it you can see the pitch where it happened. Like that fool was like gassing the Braves. I think it was nineteen ninety five, ninety mm-hmm. no, maybe ninety seven. And that fool was like gassing the Braves when the, you know when the Braves were good, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, that fool was gassing them, gassing them, and then all of a sudden, like a ball slips out of his hand, and then he gets it back. Mm-hmm. Next one, backstop. But well, when one of the interviews they asked him like, huh? I remember that. Because he suffered from anxiety. Like, he went to a yeah. psychologist and psychiatrist, whatever, and, and they diagnosed, uh, diagnosed him with anxiety. And they, like, they, they asked him, how, can you describe it? And he said, it felt like you can feel the anxiety dripping down underneath my skin in my skull. Like, like you can hear it. The anxiety is dripping down. Like, And think about the power of the mind. Like, like dude, this vato was, like, gassing the braves, dude. Chipper Jones... His no no career, problem. Yeah. You know, Andrew yeah. Jones, Al Rato, you know what I mean? It was just, and all of a sudden, he threw one pitch to the backstop, it was done. That yeah. we couldn't find it anymore. Yeah. And they tried everything. They tried everything. And then, and I read it, I read his book, and it said, like, he went into the heavy, like, alcohol, like, during his minor league starts to try to snap out of it. So he'd be up there, like, just drunk. Drunk. And not even that. He'd get on the mound, and, and, and he was bouncing 30 foot curveballs and and it was just bad dude that's crazy you man. Get the hips, so, you get the hips yeah yeah hopefully Lux can fight through it there was a guy in the valley uh, he does now uh, the Jaeger bands you guys oh, know yeah, Alan yeah. Jaeger Alan yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 he for a while did and I don't know if he still does uh, but he did the uh, he would work with people for their mental game oh okay so he would take clients on that played uh, division one college pro whatever I don't know where he started exactly and he would work with them on their mental game of baseball wow. or sports uh, and he did that for a while before Jaeger Benz became big and it's everywhere now and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I reached out to him uh, recently. He had worked out, uh, worked with my brother for a little bit when he, he had gotten drafted and uh, just to pick his brain a little bit more and send me some some outlets and he sent me some books and, and things I can but look it, up and stuff. And isn't that crazy though? Like, like, dude, you've done this your whole life and then all of a sudden, like, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> I can't throw it to first base? You know, that's got to be like a, I mean, and I guess, you know, sometimes, I mean, you know, you know, different people, you know, I, I it's, it's got to be the mind, right? Correct. It's got to be the mind. And like you were saying earlier about, you know, you got to strengthen your mind, you know, but these guys have thrown a ball to first base, like Lux. He's probably played second base shortstop his whole, since he was five years old. Yeah. There's, there's a saying that says confidence increases in direct proportion to the amount of preparation put into your endeavor. Yeah. Right. And when you lose that when you lose the confidence and you have doubt and mind in the mind, it's your mind is constantly moving, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't just shut it down. No. Yeah, so when yeah, it's yeah. there and it continues to be there, whether it's subconsciously or consciously, it's there. Can't throw the first. It's and not it, happen, yeah. right? What about so uh, that changes? Yeah. How? How I about mean, Cody Bellinger, uh, player of the month? He's over since 
Right. Or player of the week. Player of the week. Player of the week. Player of the week. National player of the week. National Ba-da? player of the week, yeah. And ever since then, over. Yeah. Right. Like, he was good, and all of a sudden, we're not. Right. Well, started off horrible, below the Mendoza line. Yeah. Over, whatever. Yeah. Player of the week. Maybe got confident again in the mind. Oh, yeah, I'm back. And then now back. Yep. Like, you got confident. How do you stay consistent? Right? How do we just yeah. stay level? Right. Right. Mr. Consistency, Chris Taylor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Right? Yep. Yeah. What does he, crazy. you know, what does he have to lose? It's when you don't have anything to lose. Exactly. And I'm just chiming in on my own. No, no, Once yeah. again, exactly. my own. Yeah, no, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. When you have nothing to lose, when you act at least like you have nothing to lose, when you're like, just playing the game, baby, let's go. Yeah. Let's stack it up and let's swing the bat. Right. You're just playing. When you start thinking, I don't care, I got you start pressing. Your mind plays games with you. Yeah. In, any, in anything you do, baseball, running, you know, whatever you're doing. So just it's a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. powerful. You mentioned Alan Yeager. And I just want to do a quick shout out to Ryan China McCartney, who worked for Yeager for a lot of years. And he's, he's an advocate. He talks a lot about the mental health. Um, what is it? Like the, the panic attacks. Because mm. he went through that. I mean, he, he had a good arm. He went through like 94, 95. But he always had this thing where he had to stay cool himself. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even know about this. I coached him at COC. I didn't even know about that until after. But he was fighting these demons-like, you know? Every time he would step on the mound, I didn't know that. Because to me, he was just throwing gas and, you know, but I didn't, I didn't realize his mental side of it. So he, he, um, he raises awareness to, the, to that cause, to the mental... Mental health, um, he has his own foundation going right now, too. So oh, if you guys can so. follow him, it's Ryan China McCartney. His foundation is AAAD Foundation it's on Instagram. So if you guys can follow and help out, that'd be nice. We, we had a coach, Coach Calgill. I don't know if you guys heard the name. Uh, yeah. Calgill was his last name. And he came in, just to bring up what we're, the topic we're on, at CSUN. He came in, and he, he was a pitching coach at that time. And he changed, I, you know, now remembering back then, he would put us through visualization. And so we probably look weird to other teams, but before the game would start, we'd go to the left field, we'd lay down, and he'd go through a process of having us tense up our bodies so that then we would get into there, and he would talk us through it, and we would meditate, seeing ourselves uh, field a routine ball, yep. a hard ball, defensively. Like, he put us into a place like, imagine today, have that sun beating down on you. And then imagine hitting and what you want to hit and the pitch you want to swing at. And now see yourself in ninth inning and put yourself there, right? Yeah. Whatever whatever it was to everybody specifically. And that was huge for us. And I don't see a lot of teams doing that now. I don't know if high-level teams, Division One, even Major League Baseball is doing that. But to, visualization is a, is a huge, huge, um, or meditation is a huge thing in mental um, clarity or mental awareness and in and, and helping uh, overcome anxiety and, and, and things like that. Just uh, seeing yourself in your mind correct. and making those plays. I saw, when I was running the 100 mile, I had to see myself finish, right? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a big feat, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. So you're like, if I don't see myself, I, I see myself at 70 miles struggling, and that's where I see myself, that's where I'm going to end. Happen, yeah. That's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's, that's huge, and I, I just I hope that more people are more conscious about that uh, mental, you know mental visualization yeah, like yeah. you know me- or meditation whatever yeah. people want to call it but actually seeing yourself do that deed 
Yeah, it's super important before it happens. Like to go back, because I'm always thinking about our kids and growing up and inspiring, right? Leaving something about experiences. Like how many kids right now, us being Latinos, right, right, mm-hmm. and, and and where we grew up and our experiences. Like I talk to some kids, say, "Where do you see yourself right now?" I don't know. Like if we could help them say, "Hey, listen, have a vision at least." It doesn't mean that's the way it's gonna go, right? Most of the time, it doesn't. There's always different routes to get there. Mm-hmm. But most people walk around aimlessly mm. in their life, yeah. aimlessly without having a plan of like, well, I want to go to college. Like sometimes they just say, I don't know. You want to play pro ball? I don't know. Do you want to go to college? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, hey, let's go. Start thinking about something. Yeah. Even if that's not going to happen that way or you don't want to go to college, like do you want to get a job? Do you want to work for somebody? Do you want to be an entrepreneur? Mm-hmm. Like have a vision a little bit because that's what it takes to – overcome adversity when it slaps you in the face right yeah. right right i'm getting all the crazy no no these kids yeah. don't think that way you ask a you ask a teenager hey you want to eat whatever right you know what i mean whatever. yeah <laughs> what do you you want? i don't know what are we having know. yeah but it's like yeah having a vi- that's that's huge yeah. that's that's huge you know what you want exactly or else you know what you want or else get the fuck out of my way yeah all right let's talk uh angels yeah. You know why we want to talk about angels? Um, you're, the, you're the angel fan now? Or who's the angel so, fan now? No, yeah. I think Pancho's on the Coach Gomez, who's who, by the way, is not here with us today. You guys, you guys uh, haven't yeah, heard him yet. Oh, yeah, you probably noticed already. But, but. Uh, he's, <laughs> out, he's out getting his Tiger Wood on. And uh, uh, and then he has a, he said he has an interview for a, summer uh, for a summer position to coach baseball. Uh, yeah, to coach baseball. So, oh, so he's luck. doing his thing today. Good luck to him. But he was saying to mention that uh, that uh, he thinks uh, that Pancho's an uh, Angels fan. That's because we were texting, right? We were texting about the topics of the Angels. and <laughs> We said the Angels doing good, and then Gomez says, well, they lost to the Orioles, you know? And then what did Pancho was your response? I was like, even even a bad team wins 70 games. You know what I mean? And like, then Gomez just said, oh, so we're a, we're a low-key Angel fan now, huh? So Pancho's an Angel fan, so are you guys? Go ahead, Pancho. Go ahead, Pancho. Give, yeah. us, give us the rundown. The no, I mean, I don't, I don't see the Angels as my rival, though. As a Dodger fan, they're not they're not equal to us. You know what I mean? Wow. I mean, oh, they, wow. I mean how many shifts? I mean, <laughs> they're just not. It's kind of like Lakers and Clippers. Right, right, right. They're, no, just, they're like a like, little brother. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That, no, you know? not, not right I don't now. see them that way. Not right now. Clippers are the fucking big brother now. And no, I just want time. Even, even the, yeah, no, hey, they're the first in the West. Yeah, they're the first. I mean, yeah. you know, they're playing in the, I mean, their division not too tough as it is, but, you know, they're well, first like, place. They're scoring a lot of runs, but like I said, they're they're yeah. they're giving up a lot of runs too. With the guy we we're talking about, right, Taylor Ward, Taylor Ward, up, Mike they're Trout. Pitching, no, they're pitching and hitting coming together. That's your right cousin. Now. Your like, cousin's yeah. tearing it up. Why okay, all right. He has my last name, but let's just you know, I'm just get it out there right now. He's not my cousin. <laughs> all right, because <laughs> he, no, he Patrick Sandoval, the lefty. No, yeah, about. yeah, because well, I'll put on Twitter Sandoval, your cousin, your cousin this. I don't want anybody <laughs> thinking that he's like actually my cousin. So yeah. So that's good, man. Trout's doing his thing. Otani, you know, eventually come around. Trout's always going to do his thing no matter yeah. what. I think I think Joe Madden has a lot to do with that. Oh, yeah. I just think that dude thinks outside the box, you know, walking, walking, walking people with bases loaded <laughs> and all that stuff. But he, he just knows how to put, push the buttons. And I think Madden has a lot to do with that. I yeah, mean, I, I mean, it's still early, right? We just hit the first of the month. Everybody pay, pay their chisub checks or whatever you got to do. Uh, but, uh, you know... So that's good, you know. That's good. No, but for for them, they've been struggling for a while. So it's they need a star like that, though. Yeah, 
kind of start turning it around, you know? Yep. Because, I mean, that team is way better, though, because even Syndergaard looks good. And the back yeah. of their bullpen is good. It is. Right? They're top-heavy. Like, like I said, they're, they're very top-heavy. They need to add more depth. They have uh, Iglesias, a closer. They have Loop. Tapera. Um, Tapera. Loop. You keep I saying Tapera. Tapera's good. Yeah. Then Syndergaard, you know, he yeah. still has, you know, doing his thing, so. Otani. We'll see. The cream rises to the I'll top. Add, I'll add something different. Okay. Everything's about energy, right? The energy mm-hmm. you feed, right? We're all mm-hmm. energy people. Yeah. yeah. So the fans suck. <laughs> yeah. Let's just yeah. say, right? Yeah. 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 The, the players are getting bad energy. There's bad energy there. Yeah. Let's well, just keep it real. They, they look great on paper. They got great stars there. You got yeah. two of the Big best names. baseball the players. Top two players in the Top two. Senegar's great pitch, right? They, they, got, they look great. Right. They're basemen, that, this and that. But, right? Mentality and all that energy. They don't believe it, maybe. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Joe Madden thinks I said, great, or mad, uh, awesome, right? Uh, but if they don't believe that they're better than the Dodgers, better than this to win a world championship, I'm sure they could. They get fed that, and they believe it or they say it. Yeah. But do you really believe it? Do right? you, do do you, you really, that? really, are you really yeah. doing what you're saying? Like like me before, I was saying, hey, man, you know, you got to eat right, so from 2014 to 2016, whatever. But that I really believe it? No, I didn't really believe it. I was just preaching it. So what are they? What are they really believing? Like, are they really or or once they get some grit in them? I believe, right? If they get some some grit in them, do you yeah. think it's because their stars are so like not, you know, very like trout? Yeah, yeah, very mellow. Very Even mellow. like Rendon, Rendon, very mellow cat. Otani, Otani, same way too. So it's like, do you think they need a rah rah? I'm not saying no. the Dodgers have but that, what... but I'm saying, do they need a rah rah? Because the fans, like you said, like like Gomez was saying the other day, he was at the game. They announced the, the, the crowd at 35,000. He's like, there was not even 5,000 fans there. You know what I mean? And I believe it. You know, they, they lie all the time about crowds, but I'm saying like, but uh, I don't know. What, what do you think? Maybe maybe that's, that's what it is. Yeah, I think that uh, they just lack. Look, there's two types of leaders. There's a leader that leads vocally, and there's yeah. a leader that leads by example. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't need people rah, 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 rah. But they need to lead by example, and they need to have some fight in them, right? And well, that's, they, tr- that's Trout, right? That's Trout, yeah. exactly. That's Trout, right? Um, but this is a team sport, right? Yeah. And and so he can only do so much. He, yep. Everybody needs to follow in that. And and they don't need to be Trout, put up the numbers. That, right? Trout's no, going to no. do him. He's going to yeah. be a Hall of Famer and be the best baseball player right now. But everybody needs to follow him in that mentality, yep. right? Exactly. In that work ethic, because it's not basketball, it's not football. But you have a—it's almost like remember when they build the dream team? They build these all-star teams. They suck. Mm -hmm. It's when you get a group of guys like the these these teams that nobody expects them that they work hard together and play together and play well together and gel and have that fight in them that are going to win. And sometimes, and sometimes those teams don't have a star. It's like the USA hockey team. Yep, remember that USA hockey team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's so many examples of that. Of teams that nobody that, that doubted so and so that had no stars or you know that were good players but didn't have the stars that yeah. that's how you that's how you that's how you win championships I think mm-hmm. you know and so um, they're trying to build they're, they're pressing to look they they bought everybody over here you know yeah, yeah. Otani Trout let's keep on bringing them let's keep on doing guard. it you know yeah. um, the Dodgers you know have done some yeah. of the same thing but their farm system is is amazing yeah they, they just keep on bringing over yeah. you know here Lux. And that's, hear this. Mm, that's the yeah. other thing with the Angels too. Now they have that young core coming up too. So it kind of yeah. changes the yeah. clubhouse a little bit too. Yep. And you made a good you point. Know? One was like 
the the decision to get rid of Upton. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It makes yeah. sense now. Makes we didn't know it at the yeah. time yeah. when we were talking about. It, we didn't we know at like, the time, why? but yeah. come on, if you're gonna have Upton, you know, you know, I mean, I, I know you taking still have to pay the money. Away. Yeah, taking advantage when you got the stud, mm. you know, that's you know ready Couple to go. Even Marsh, Marsh. Like, yeah, Marsh, Marsh, the first baseman. A Jared Walsh too. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking like the fans, you know, the Angel fans or whatever. Uh, my buddy Freddie Esqueda went to Oakland to go watch an Oakland game. Oof. And uh, and he said, and he, he put a picture, he's on in the stadium, he goes, there might only be 200 people here, right, in Oakland, but at least they make their presence known, not like the OC, mm, you know? Yeah. Like, mm. You know? They're rah-rah, banging yeah, on, yeah, banging yeah. on drums. Because I remember I went to a, a an Angel game, and it was free tickets, it was for the job, whatever, and we went, you know, co-workers. And it was it was a season where they're about to win the pennant, right? They're winning the division, and it was because the Mariners had lost, right? They're waiting for the Mariners to lose, while, and they're showing the game, you know, in the screen, you know, at, at Angel Stadium, and the Mariners lost, and they had won the pennant already, like they had won the division. What did they do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Like my nine-year-old cool story, bro. You know, <laughs> big shout out to Aiden. Cool story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, it's, yeah, it's true, man. They yeah. they just it's different. It's a different fan base. You know, maybe it's that OC or I don't know. Something's going on over there, but you know, <laughs> it's the, the, the pavilion. The That's what it is. That's what <laughs> yeah. They got mariachis out of the pavilion. Yeah, now, right. yeah. yeah man. <laughs> it's like you're walking into Celito Lindo over there, dude. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, what are you sitting? You know, I'm sitting like in the in the in the Celito Lindo side. Like, what is that? Yeah, yeah it has mariachi. Uh, it has mariachi. Next to Mr. Churro. Oh my God. Hey, Holmes, let's go watch mariachi Sunday. Where? Dodger Stadium. No. Hey, speaking of that, speaking of one of the opening days I went to, this guy had got a banda to follow him at the parking lot. He contracted a banda that showed up in, they all showed up in the van, and, you know, <laughs> and you can't tailgate at Dodger Stadium. Hey, they're going to have that shit in the stands. They, they just watch. Them. No, they just walked them from a car to the entrance of the stadium, and they were just, boom, 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 boom. It was only like 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> That's awesome. But That's they crazy, did it. They, they <laughs> did it, dude. And, and you know, and, and they played into the security. Was, no, we can't have that shit here, you know. <laughs> No, they gotta go. They gotta dude, go. They're gonna you know find that? a way. They're gonna find a way to sneak in a yeah. into, into the left field pavilion pretty yeah. soon, dude. <laughs> they got a ticket. Let them in, right? Oh, yeah. So, I got a ticket for the trombone too. I was the yeah. He said it sitting yeah. next to me. Yeah, it was funny, man. Was Trombone's funny. gotta have a mask on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has an opening right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Oz, where you going? We'll go get uh, some beers. Bring the trombone one. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's been a great episode. Um, I'm going to make you guys wait one more week for the top 12 uh, city section. They're going into the last week of league play, so it kind of works out. So we'll talk about the bracket, and then they're going to announce the bracket when? May, May, May the meeting May 9th. May 9th. Okay. So at 8 o'clock on May 9th, we'll know who's in the playoffs. So maybe we'll do, a, we'll do perfect, an emergency though, podcast or something, and we'll, and we'll get yeah. it out there. But we're going to make you guys wait one more week, all right? So all you coaches that have been telling me, hey, I should go number one. <laughs> <laughs> Keep sending Hold the on. text, uh, uh, and you know maybe we get a coach on. You know, reached out. Maybe we get a coach to join us on the podcast mm-hmm. and talk about if the open. Time. We're talking about the open division in the city section, so um, you know we'll, we'll we'll make you guys wait one more week. But no, it's been a great, uh, definitely great, a great, great show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So sure. I think uh, we're just going to walk it off. Right? I'll just walk it off real quick. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll I'll try to be quick. Uh, starting with uh, USC. 
They won on Tuesday beating UC Santa Barbara 13-7. They currently split uh, Washington State with a uh, win on Friday. But they lost Saturday 2-4 in the rubber matches today. The next series against University of Arizona. Uh, UCLA, surprisingly, they lost to UC Irvine. Uh, well, to me, it was a surprise. You know? uh, they lost on Tuesday 2-4. Uh, but are looking for the sweep of Arizona State right now after winning Friday 19-2 and on Saturday 7-5. Uh, LMU, uh, they lost to uh, UC Riverside 1-6. Also lost a series opener to Gonzaga 3-5, but came back Saturday to win 5-4. Rubber match on Sunday as well. Uh, they'll have a week off. They'll have a four-game homestand when they face UC Irvine on Tuesday, May 3rd, and then a three-game series with Pepperdine. That, that's going to be pretty good. Uh Pepperdine had the week off, uh, but they will travel to UC Santa Barbara and then return home to face BYU. CSUN, when we were at that game uh, yesterday on Saturday, and uh, and thank you, Caesar, for setting that up, you know, taking the kids and you know, to, doing a tour of the of the clubhouse and the facility and talking to the coaches, and that was, that was real good. And, You're welcome. Um, we stayed and watched a little bit of the game. Uh, right now, the Kearney split with UCSU Bakersfield. Who I'm telling you right now, man, Bakersfield had some big boys on that that roster man mm-hmm. they, they barely like started in d1 like a couple years ago yeah but they had they some big D2. boys yeah, they yeah. Had some big boys okay. and and season's right there with them they walked it off on friday five to four and then yesterday they came back right they were losing they came back but i mean unfortunately it wasn't enough they lost eight to seven and they'll have the rematch today so hopefully they can come out on top uh they'll have a rematch with usc on tuesday at usc and then they'll travel to san diego on wednesday uh, and then they'll come back home to face UC Davis. Uh, Dominguez Hills, Toros, Dominguez Hills looking to win the series against Sonoma State after winning Friday 10-7 in the first game, but losing 3-7 in the second game of that doubleheader. Next series against uh, a real good team, which is Cal Poly Pomona. They're playing really good right now. So hopefully a win uh, or a series win with them will move them up. I think they're currently fourth in their conference. Cal State LA. They're up 2-1 to one in a series with Cal Poly Pomona right now. They lost 2-8, to eight, but swept the doubleheader on Saturday, 12-11, to 11, and then 5-1. to one. Next series on the road to San Francisco State. And then the junior college, Glendale. You remember Gomez uh, talk about a hiccup? Yeah, I saw that. So they finally lost one after holding the win streak to 21 wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They actually lost to Antelope Valley in a close game, 11-10. Wow. to 10. So they were trying to win that one too, you know, 11-10. to 10, so. yeah. But they got that hiccup, right? Yeah, they got the hiccup, so they got it out of the way. So, uh, and they lost to a not very good team. And a Valley. That's a big hiccup. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I mean, they, 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 great run, great run for them, and they're going to continue to do good in playoffs. I think. Valley College they swept West LA with scores of ten to three, five to two, and then seven to six. Uh, East LA College they split the series with the uh, College of the Desert. Mission finished strong. Sweeping Citrus College, 5-0, to 5-2, to and then 7-6. to six. El Camino, another good team that's playing good. So uh, they might see each other, right, El Camino? When, when does those playoffs start, uh, JC? Uh, this six, I'm not sure. It's, it's soon, right? Because the season's already it's over, this right? This week, actually, yeah. because yeah, the season's already over. It's actually this, this upcoming week is when the, uh, the, the playoffs start. El Camino College, they lost the series to Mount Sac. They lost 6-3 and then 11-4, but they won on Thursday. 11 to 10 in 10 innings, so they fought hard for that one. Uh, Pierce College, they beat Ventura uh, College, but they lost both games to Alan Hancock, 6 to 5 in 10 innings, and then Canyons. They lost uh, College of the Canyons, 15 to 6. Uh, College of the Canyons, they finished the season strong. They took the series against Bakersfield. 
by winning 10 to 9 on Tuesday. They lost 4 to 3 on Thursday. And then they won 10 to 8 on Friday. They went back and forth. I saw that game live on YouTube. And uh, they went back and forth with that team. Like, College of Kansas wanted to finish the season with the win. And you can tell. Um, moving on to high school. They're getting into playoffs last week. Regular season. Kennedy swept San Fernando, fortunately. Uh, they won 8 to 5 and then 3 to 0. And then Kennedy beat Valley Academy 11 to 2. Uh, Silmar Canoga Park, of course, Silmar swept. They won 12 to 2 first game, 14 to 1 the second game. So uh, Fairfax and Venice. Venice came out on top 13 to 1. And then they beat uh, LACS 8 to 1 and then 9 to 0. So they took that series. Chatsworth and Taft, a good uh, matchup there. Six to, uh, Chatsworth came out first game 6-0, and, oh, and then uh, Taft came out on top 3-2. Uh, Marshall and Eagle Rock. Marshall swept that series 6-0, first game, then 10-1 in the second game. Banning and Gardena. Banning uh, swept them. First game 17-1 in the second game, 14-0. Carson, another good team in the uh, Marine League. Uh, who's battling it out with San Pedro right now? Um, they took the series against Rancho Dominguez 17 to 0 and then 10 to 0. San Pedro Narbonne. Uh, San Pedro split that series. First game 10 to 1. In the second game, Narbonne came out on top 8 to 5. Birmingham and Cleveland. Birmingham swept that series. Uh, first game 6 to 1. Second game 9 to 3. And first place, Granada, who's going to be, I think, going to be number one seed in the open, right? Yeah. They're, um, they went uh, against El Camino. They won both games, 11-5, to and then 4-2. to Torres and Marquez. Uh, Torres, 13-5 in the second game, 16-0. Whittier Christian in Southeast, 7-0. Uh, Legacy in Southeast. Uh, Southeast came out on top both games, 9-1 to and then 3-0. to And then Roosevelt, which is another good team. I uh, have them number two right now, but... I thought you were going to wait. You're going to oh, know yeah. your... Man, come on. Well, man. you already told me Granada. That's why I kind of like... Well, I mean, everybody knows Granada's going to be number one. Okay, There's no okay, surprise okay. there. It the edit that out. The pasta. Uh, Roosevelt. Real good team. Good season for them. They play Southgate. They swept them. Six to one first game, seven to zero. And then they beat San Fernando on a non-conference game, eight to one. So, Westchester and Hamilton, nine to three. Uh, Hamilton won that... Uh, series nine to three, and then ten to zero. North Hollywood and Verdugo Hills. Uh, they're like low key rivals there. Yep. Uh, no, they split that series actually. So North Hollywood won uh, nine to three the first game. Verdugo Hills came back and won that one nine to six. And then Verdugo Hills played San Fernando. San Fernando actually won that game five to four. And then a couple other Saturday scores. Um, uh, Marshall beat Selmar three right. nothing. That was a big game yeah. for the for the open um, seating. And then uh, Polly lost to San Pedro, that you were mentioning San yeah. Pedro earlier. They like lost a, to them 5-3. So that's going to be a preview. Are, yeah, that's going to be a preview for playoffs. So. so there's some shuffling going on right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, University and Palisades. Palisades won both games 11-1 to and then 17-4. to uh, And then they played Norbon in another playoff preview, I think. Uh, and the Palisades came out on top 6-3. Uh, Huntington Park and Garfield. Garfield just handled Huntington Park 25-0 to and then 23-0. to that's that's crazy. That's like football scores. That's yeah. That's and then uh, Garfield played Montebello. They came out on top four to one. So Garfield's playing good out there on that side. And then Vaughn and Valley Academy. Valley Academy won eleven to five. 
and then fireball and bell. Fireball. Fireball, fireball not ball. That's fireball. G U G H. Oh, 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 that fireball! Yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, fireball this, hey, hey, these high school. I was about to say these these high school names are getting ridiculous. Right? Right? Yeah. Fireball. Oh, Next you're gonna see Corona High School. You're gonna see those <laughs> names. You go yes, please. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, who's in your league? Oh, we double. play those equis on on next week. Say. You know, like. Uh, Bell came out on top of uh, that uh, game, eight to one. But yeah, uh, like we were talking about Saturday scores, and the one that Kennedy beat Buena. I'm sorry, Buena beat Kennedy 2-0 on a Saturday. But I like these games on Saturday because they're playoff previews. You know, yeah, they are playoff previews. That, and so. then I think they're done with the sat- the Saturday tournaments, uh, yeah. like you know, all those tournaments that go on in the city. Right. And then, uh, yeah, this is the last week of league. So next Sunday, um, we'll come out with our first uh, open division top 12 city section. We're going to piss off some coaches. Huh? We are. We love it. Why top 12? Twelve teams in the playoffs. Well, or? in the in the open, uh, it's a twelve team. First, first four get a bye, and then it's twelve yeah. teams. So, you know, oh, they get a bye. Yeah, the top four teams get a bye, and then we didn't have we didn't have buys, right? Well, it's like the open now. I mean, I me personally, I think there shouldn't be an open. I mean, after twelve, after the first ten teams in the city, it kind of drops off, you know. Right. But so we'll do that, and then you know we'll give props to whoever's first seed and. First seed in Division One. All right. So, Pancho, you want to take away the Domingueros Sunday league? Quick shout out uh, to the veteranos that play on oh, Saturdays. Yeah. Uh, the veterano league, thirty-five and over, is the cutoff. So if you're thinking about it, um, but uh, our boy uh, Danny Vega plays in it, and there's just veteranos. The six teams only: the Stogies, the Jays, uh, Pacheco, Chama, uh, the Cafeteros. Uh, the Bravos and the and the I thought it was Rayleros right here, but it, no, Raylemos. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love those names, Danny. Though, I don't know if it's Rayleros or 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 what it is, dude. But uh, um, so yeah, props to them. Keep going. If you can hit it a country mile and run like a snail, handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in the San Fernando Valley Baseball League. Um, Last week's scores, we got the Rays beating the Pachecos, Angels beating La Escondida, Tequileros beating La Villita, the Bombers bombing away, they beat the Twins 17-4. Close game, Toros and Park Bums, the Toros won 9-8, and then the Vallarta Hokies, my team, we beat the Mustangs 11-1. Ayla, Ayla, Ayla. I had a better game this one, so yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Three for five. Ayla. A nice Ayla. double. Good. And, um, Let's see, you're back in singles. it, Bunch. Yeah. That's it. It's like riding a bike, right, Bunch? It's like riding a bike. Like riding a bike. Couple of bats. <laughs> right? Right, Caesar's like riding a bike. Give right. me a bat and I'll right. hit a linea on Christmas morning. You know what I mean? Let's do it. <laughs> Figure it out. LBL. Uh, Sunday scores. Uh, ICCH Athletics twelve to seven against the Rockwood Brewers. Uh, and it's ITCH, so it's like itch. So they got the itch, right? <laughs> uh, Southern Angels nine, Cobra City Cubs three. Uh, DNC Pumas seventeen, South Bay Bulls six. And then in the PCBL, Santa Clarita Quakes they lost to the Regulators five to zero. Uh, the Drillers. Uh, close game. They won three to two against the LA Ironbirds, and 
the Pirates lost to the Smokies. What about the five. team that has the name of the of the a league of their own, the Peaches? Oh, the Jones. Southern Peaches. Yeah, they didn't have the scores on there. Oh. Might have been their buy. Maybe, yeah, maybe. The Dodger Dogs were Dodger Dogs. Wawa. How they do? They beat the CBA Tigers. They in the seven. Yeah, they got a pretty good squad. Yeah, and then the Berserkers. Oh, they won the bats twenty five to four. And then the Hitman, the Hitman lost to the Barons eighteen to nine. Hey, like 25, 25 to four, dude. Like, like, how do you even get somebody to pitch, dude? Like, hey, Johnny Stafford. Hey, hey Holmes, you want to pitch? Nah, I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> My arm hurts today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't know, dude. I put the a muscle, dude. I'm, I'm straight. Dude. You sure, dude? Your shot now. And the platoon uh, beat the Whalers ten to one. For the CBA. The Forever Venados are still the only team that's undefeated, seven and zero. They beat your they won eight Mariners last yep, week. Yep, I heard it was close to the end, but yeah. I have okay. I have a, a next week. Uh, I have a story on the Venados I'd like to share, but we'll save it. Okay. All right, so the Forever Venados beat the eight one eight Mariners thirteen to six. Cavaliers beat Los Nietos seven to one. Los Potros beat the Antrax twelve to eight. Antrax. Antrax. Los that was with Antrax. the envelopes, no? Right? You know in five years they're gonna be the COVID nineteen team, right? Yeah. COVID nineteen <laughs> beat the Antrax yeah. nine to zero. It's gonna happen for sure. And the league is gonna be called the pandemic. The yeah. Pandemic. yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're the pandemics. What's, what's your team in the pandemic? The pandemic majors. <laughs> the, oh, the LA Knights beat the Llaneros 13-7. Isotopes beat the Gators 14-3. And the Cerveceros beat the Brewers 8-6. Shout out, shout out to the Bombers, man. They, they're champions and they're still handling business there, man. Getting bombs. Yeah. Can you even play for that team if you don't have a bomb, dude? I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> What about the bloopers also or something? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm about sure. the vatos that are on that team that had already had bloopers? You know what I mean? I have my boy, dude. That vato would always point to the outfit. I'm like, what you pointing on? I'm just pointing over the shortstop's head. <laughs> 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 he was always good for a blooper, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you're so you're so playing for the bombers, dude? You have to hit a bomb. You have to hit bombs, dude. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, Holmes, you want to play for the team? How do you hit? I only hit bloopers. <laughs> you can't play on this yeah. team. Yeah, I remember, I remember one time I went to. <laughs> I, I played, it was a Sunday league game and it was at Pocoima Park, and I just come back from Tijuana, right? Weekend party and shit like that. And I had an eight o'clock game. Didn't sleep. I had my uniform in the truck, whatever in the car. And you know the 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 man that uh, sells the camarones, the cocktails, the camarones yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Oh man, I called time. From left field, he was getting out of his car. I called time, and I went to go get one, and I fucking hit it in my glove. Oh, oh my god. god! Yeah, dude, I had to. Bro. I had to get oh. something in my system, my system bro. I had to run, and I was just right there. I was like, hoping, like, hopefully nobody fucking hits it to me. Yeah. Like Joe Adele. Like Joe Adele. Don't hit it to me. Don't, yeah, hit, don't hit it to me. Hey, not two hopper, two hopper. No, no, not the two hopper. Oh man, I, I ate what was in it, right? And I kept. The cup with the uh, the juice and everything. And after, after the game, got a cold beer and I put it in there. Boom. I was good. I was, I was good. Gonna play, I was going to play, play another than Let's play two. Let's play two. Let's play two. I was asking now, the dog. next manager, the next, the next, uh, next game, like, hey, you guys need players? You guys need players? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good to go. You're good. Yeah. I'll catch. 
Sweat it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That was a good time. Good time. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's it, huh? I said it was a good one. It was, it was a good one. A little one. bit long, but you know what? It's good. Hey, I'm like Joe Rogan, man. Three hours long. I don't care. Man. That's you right. Know? <laughs> That's right. Is yeah, it yeah. three hours long? He no, does. He goes, he goes like 240 something. Yeah, he does. yeah, yeah. He does. Three hours. Three hours, four hours. No, this was two hours. When you got Mike Tyson in front of you, you don't oh, want to let that go. Yeah, for sure. Hey, hey, Mike, I think, no. Keep asking questions. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah, yeah. Come up with some stuff. <laughs> Just, yeah, keep them happy and shit. Yeah. How about that? He laid that fool out in the plane, huh? Well, he deserved it. Yeah, Good, bro. Hell yeah. That's good, dude. Yeah. No. I mean, really, that guy, what was he thinking? Was he drunk or what? Oh, yeah. He, he, looked, he yeah, was he on looked, something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really? He didn't know he just fought like a year ago? You know what, what, what did he say? What did he say? I don't know. What did he tell him? What no, did he tell him? Though, like, oh, he was on him. Like, I, I don't know exactly what he said, but I know he was on him uh, over the chair. Yeah. Like, just like, be loud. Was was, him. It wasn't coach. It was first class and it was separation. Right between seats, whatever, or business club, whatever you want to call it, but there was separation, and it, there's separation for a reason. Yeah, you know, it's give just... give person that other person some space, you know, and he, that guy wanted to be insta famous, and they and they and they didn't uh, they didn't arrest Tyson or anything, right? No, <laughs> he just beat his ass. Who are they gonna send? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, host, we gotta arrest Tyson. You go get him. Uh, I'm, yeah. good. Nah, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Yeah. I get off in five minutes. I'm <laughs> Hey, dog, I'm already out. I'm hey. gonna be like, I'm like, is it a crime when you're in the air? <laughs> is that mean, our jurisdiction? Laws? Laws on that, <laughs> yeah, know? let's talk about yeah, that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I think I saw him go out that door over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know who oh, he is. Gone. We'll yeah. come get him later. Right, yeah. No, he got hit with the food tray. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hey, I want to thank you, Caesar, for uh, joining yeah, us. Thank you, know, you very much. Thank, thank you very much for having me. And then, of course, you know, by all means, we're going to have you on again if you'd like. You know, come on again. Oh, hell yeah. Never. <laughs> the special guest here. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to thank you guys. And, uh, yeah, I know it's kind of long, but, hey, when, when you're It's uh, good. Yeah. It's good, though. Piece it's by good. piece. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. You got all week. Yeah. That's right. All right, we got a lot. We got a lot. Figure of, it out. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good exactly. <laughs> so if, the, hey, find a way. If you, if you work in San Diego, we got you covered. Homes two hours. <laughs> <laughs> we can keep going longer. That way, those those ultra runners keep listening. Hey, what the hell? Ultra long podcast. I'm already in my tenth mile. I'll let more time to go. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm in mile eighty. They're stopping already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Yeah. Uh, but no, thank thank you, Caesar. Appreciate it. Next week, uh. Uh, well, we're gonna have a lot of good baseball topics, and you know, junior college playoffs, and then high school playoffs. So, I think, and I think it's 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 the first full complete season for like from COVID. So I think that's what makes it better. You know, like they went back to regular ball playing, which is good. You know, I think that's that's that was the main thing. So, got a lot to talk about. So, thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Instagram, all you loyal listeners, all new listeners. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Peace.